Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Do we not agree? Sustain effort and violence. It could be a total goat rodeo. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? This is why nobody else can get on the sug boat. You know what? We couldn't get on the sug boat It's a test. What's the point of kissing his ass if we can't get on the sug boat? It's a test. Y'all are haters and non-believers. Sug, sug. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here inside the Pirate Radio studios. You can check us out today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. That's where we'll go today to see what you have to say about what's going on with ECU Athletics, Super Bowl 56, and more. You can chime in on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter. We will read your comments, and you can be a part of today's program. All right, coming up on today's show, Double B, Brian Bailey will join us at 3.30. We'll talk about everything going on with ECU Athletics and NFL, a whole lot more with Double B coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll talk to the head basketball coach of the Pirates, Joe Dooley. Tough one in Minji's yesterday. Pirates uh, really had no business being that close to the end of the game. Actually took a lead, uh, but Cincinnati wins it at the end. We will talk about that and what's coming up Wednesday night, a rematch with Temple. That one went down to the wire last time the two teams met earlier this season in Philadelphia. Damian Dunn, a three-pointer at the buzzer to give Temple a win. The Pirates will try to get him back Wednesday night, 7 o'clock in Mengees. We'll talk about that one and more with Joe Dooley coming up at 4 o'clock. At 5 o'clock, Troy D. will be inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Scotty Montgomery will not be the offensive coordinator for the Bears, so we'll uh, talk about everything going on in the world of sports with Troy D. you got Shirley Rhodes here, Chandler Honeycutt, C.J. Schaefer, and to my left, Jonathan Ellerby to kick off a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Hello, Ellerby. Yeah, almost a victory Monday for the Pirates. Just that one point short there. But uh, tough battle. Look forward to hearing Coach Dooley on in hour number two. Really a uh, an ugly game in Menji's on Sunday. I uh, went to half of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, half Tom Brock. Lily uh, took my daughter. She's uh, she's more of a one half gal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we uh, did went... you talk about going to the second half? <laughs> no, we uh, <laughs> decided on the first. Uh, and it was a pretty ugly game. East Carolina, I couldn't believe they were only down by six at halftime. And then really couldn't believe. No two-point field goals in the first half. Yeah, they hit a handful of threes. They hit a ton of free throws. Yesterday, they looked like the best free throw shooting team in America. Uh, but uh, no two-pointers in the first half. A huge drought, like a 10-minute field goal drought in the first half. Channel, you stuck around for the whole thing, so you saw a drought in the second half. And then somehow, some way, when the game is on the line, when the uh, the second start ticking down, East Carolina finds a way to get back in the game. Yeah, it was like the Memphis game because, I mean, you look away, then you look back, and all of a sudden the Pirates are back in and they have a chance to win. They took the lead with 25 seconds left and were unable to get the rebound there at the end. 
and Cincinnati was able to put it up and put it in and get the win and get out of Minji. So, uh, yeah, tough, tough loss for the Pirates. But, man, I still, I'm just still trying to wrap my brain around it that the Pirates had a chance to win in that game. Josh Thomas says, uh, heartbreaker in Minji's, but one big takeaway, good teams win and great teams cover. The Pirates did cover, if you're interested. What was the uh, line? It was even... six. Oh, so Which I thought was kind of low. Yeah. Cincinnati. I, I, Cincinnati's not your Mick Cronin no, NCAA tournament, Cincinnati? Definitely not. Uh, first year with Wes Miller there. Yeah. It was very active on the sidelines. Very. And not even on the sidelines. He gets he's, on the he's court. He's a yeller. Yeah. He's, a, he's like a guy that he likes to squat and, and like do his arms like this. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's out there. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they're a pretty good team, but... Again, if if they were a good team, they probably would have blown out ECU yesterday because of all the droughts and and turnovers and the struggles ECU had. But credit to the Pirates for sticking around and having an opportunity opportunity to win that game yesterday, but they did not. The losing streak rolls on. Yeah, can the Pirates break that on Wednesday? Clip Brock. Yeah, they can, and I'm going to say they will. Will uh, the two one threeers be uh, rocking and rolling? Hmm. Wednesday night, two one three or something like that. My uh, my dad will probably be there. I'm uh, I'm hosting sports trivia Wednesday night at AJ's. I might be a first half guy. That's what I'm, I was getting ready to go for. Yeah, can we count you in for a half? Yeah, I'll be a uh, first half clip once again, and then uh, head over to AJ's, watch the second half, play some sports trivia, have a good time. I'll be there, halftime or no? Full- I'll be at Minji's. I'm gonna plan on being at Minji's, and I think I might do a clip does and you just leave at halftime we are not recommending that everyone leave at halftime but if you want to come play sports trivia at aj's and watch the second half we will welcome you okay there's your options let's have i might not want to leave your dad though he doesn't care he'll probably leave you if uh if you stay there you know he 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 told uh he looked at me yesterday in the second half and like said i think i might be heading out of here that's when the pirates were down like eight or ten points every time like he heads out the turnaround begins so yeah. there's some to so. that we're going to keep up the superstition will you be driving to aj's or taking the sug boat <sighs> sug man sug I, boats in the uh i kind of want that shop right removed now. from the pirate radio live open i don't even like to hear it it, it makes it me pr- sad it makes you sad yeah i just didn't know if you were borrowing the sug boat while it was or working on it yeah it's uh tough times right now the legacy stands strong with the sug boat though because it's showing you know Ever since he left that game, Pirates have kind of gone downhill. So. Yeah, it shows that I'm probably the authority on ECU basketball takes. <laughs> fair or not fair? I mean, congratulations on that title. Thank you. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. Someone call Signworks. Let's get a new <laughs> a, a label up here for hot takes on ECU basketball. <laughs> Uh, Troy will be here in the 5 o'clock hour. He toots his own horn. Before he gets here, I'm the horn tutor. Oh, okay. Or the sug boat. Just as long as the horn. Tutor. tutor. Yeah, sug, sug. Sug, sug. Oh, man. We'll get an update if there is one with Joe Dooley coming up at 4 o'clock on uh, when Brandon Suggs might be returning to the lineup. So we'll talk to Coach Dooley at 4. Uh, Pirates lose. How about the uh, NFL Sunday? We didn't think the games could get any better than the previous week. I don't know if they were necessarily better, but both went down to the end once again. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs blowing a lead uh, in the second half to the Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody had the Bengals playing in the Super Bowl. Nobody! That's exactly where they will be coming up uh, next Sunday. That's, I mean, I think that's got to be one of the most shocking stories of the NFL season that 
even when the playoffs started, if you were ranking where the Bengals' odds were to get to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles, it would have been at the bottom tier of it. But, uh, hey, look, I guess you go from, what, four wins to in the Super Bowl, and it just shows you, uh, I mean, the magic of Joe Burrow. And uh, can, he, can he do it one more time? Clip Brock. I hope not. I've been touting the Rams, and I have a uh, a future on the Rams that I took, and so I am going to be the five percent of America pulling for LA in the Super Bowl. And it's kind of a shame. I was thinking about it yesterday because it looked like the Rams are going to lose that game. I thought, all right, well, my future is going to be done. I can just root for the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Right uh, now, I have to pull for Matthew Stafford and the uh, the Rams. You're definitely You've pulling been on for the Bengals, the whole right? Time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pulling for our ECU guy on the Bengals. I mean, why not? He gets. I mean, it's the underdog story, and uh, you know, I don't have anything for Cincinnati, but uh, I think it. I think this would be a be a neat story for them to finally get a Super Bowl ring. He a was cool, a, neat story. Uh, cool, neat or story. Or just neat. It might be a cool, neat story since uh-huh. the voice is Ohio guy. You know, cool, yeah. neat story. Deontay, yes, Deontay Smith getting some uh, camera work in. Uh, yesterday he was running the cameras not not running the camera but he was getting some facetime oh, okay so they showed he him on facetiming they, yeah 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 on the sideline <laughs> okay uh he was shown what dancing on the sideline yeah. yesterday so what's the uh, update on tom brady did he retire is he unretired did he buy the patriots i've heard a lot of rumors <laughs> <laughs> was he seen in a massage parlor um he is going to retire he is going to retire now, I don't know, but that's what it appears to be. That it's one of those things like a reporter, uh, Brady told somebody, so somehow Schefter and Rappaport and all them got it and said he's going to retire, but it was before Brady wanted to announce it himself. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, I, just, I just always assume that Brady has enough influence on social media that he would announce his own retirement. So well, that's know. what he planned to do. He didn't, he probably didn't think it was going to come out when it did. Yeah. But who is the squeaky wheel that let it out? Gronk, probably. You think Gronk? I could see him running his mouth. Yeah, being like, oh, well, Brady's not coming back next year. i got to figure out what I'm going to do. What yeah. you, would you say? Wait, what was that? Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things where sometimes, I mean, you talk to people and they tell you something's about to happen, but say, just don't, just a heads up, but don't put it out there because we're going to release it ourselves. But you promise you won't tell nobody. Yeah, I mean, it happens. This is a big. This is a big story for it to happen on, but it feels like unless Tom Brady is now going to be like, you know what, I'm going to do this out of spite. I'm going to play again. Mm-hmm. I, it feels like he is indeed going to retire this offseason. I was talking at lunch, and if Brady does retire, I mean, what a dumpster fire the NFC South is. Absolutely, I, I said. I mean, with no Peyton, Sean Peyton in New Orleans, no Brady in Tampa, six and eleven could get it done, Chandler. The, the Panthers are, who knows what's going on there, and then the Falcons are just falconing around and not really knowing. Well, Matt Ryan's going. about done, uh, right? Ah, uh, yes. I mean, it's just it's just really it's really like a, you know, not a good football league right there or division. Six and eleven sounds great because the Panthers have won five games in the, uh in each of the first two seasons with Matt Roll. We just need one more. You think you can get that one more win? We just need one more. Get to six. Well to see if I mean he started off hot. Didn't they go three and zero to start? See if they can start yeah, the season. The Jets, Texans and <laughs> I can't even remember. They start, oh, the Saints. If they start the season six and zero, then boom. You know, then the heat pressure's on everybody else. Best quarterback in the division is Jameis. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I mean, because it's true. 
because it's true the best head coach in the division is matt rule okay that's not true all right let's one guy's got a super bowl ring <laughs> and the saints don't have a coach now true and or, i like i like arthur smith in atlanta yeah you home depot guy it is a uh, a very very weak division if tom brady leaves mm-hmm. and if he doesn't they're going to steamroll their way to another division title it could really open things up uh as far as that goes what's uh you guys been following the harbaugh stuff the jim harbaugh stuff is he going to minnesota is he going to miami oh really oh, i hadn't followed i haven't all followed about it. the u N- not that you oh my. <laughs> the other you yeah. the the big you pro you uh now the owner of the Dolphins said he would not be the one which right. i thought was the most asinine statement ever i'm not going to be the one to take hardball away from right. uh from michigan i'm a michigan man basically saying he cares more about his college than he does his pro team that he owns right which was strange uh but i did see a potential miami i also saw the the minnesota stuff going around well i mean if i had to choose between miami or minnesota it's easy. yeah it's real easy so Min- steve ross is biting the bullet and going to ruin michigan football <laughs> he's going to be the one to take it down oh, i wonder wow. how i wonder how michigan fans feel about this are they are they excited for him to leave and get somebody new or do you think they won't want to keep him i mean how, how do you think they because they i mean they made him kind of take a pay cut and up until this past year where he you know won the big 10 made the playoff it was kind of like he was underachieving although he had a great record and but just yeah. not the standard of winning big 10 championships beating ohio state and making the college football well, playoff was the only thing that really happened this year for him fans are idiots and i'd put myself in that category we always think they can be better so they probably want to run them out of town and bring in somebody else and right and see i, I mean if you're hardball what would you rather do i, I stick think at michigan or go back to the pros michigan miami or minnesota well, I'm not. You're if, talking about locations. I'm the, not, if, no, I'm not talking about locations at this point. If money's the same across the board, where do you think he has the best chance to win next year? To win? Mm-hmm. Michigan. Win the most games. Michigan. Miami or Minnesota to be the most successful coach in the NFL. Um, the AFC East is pretty open. Rodgers is leaving probably Minnesota. If Rodgers is gone, maybe he's waiting to see Aaron Rodgers' decision. Could be a good point. Yeah. But how long can he wait? And why are these NFL teams taking so long to hire coaches? It seems know. like in colleges, the carousel moves a little faster. I don't know if some of it has to do with playoffs and interviewing people still. But there's only two teams now. It's not right. like they're all interviewing. So this should be a hot week. This week and next week. I would think so. And we've seen the names. So the Giants got Dayball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Who else has been hired this offseason? The McDaniels. Eberflus. Oh, Josh McDaniels. Didn't he go to the Raiders? He went to Las Vegas, yeah. Is that final? That was in the works today. Yeah, that was an uh, interesting move. Yeah. I, what was interesting about it? That he left Belichick? I just thought at this point he was going to try to wait out Belichick and be well, the head coach there. The guy that was on with Jim Rome earlier today said basically that uh, he got he's not going to want to wait out Belichick because I don't think Belichick is really motivated to go and do anything. Yeah. That he wants to see Mac Jones play out his rookie contract, and they you know made the playoffs this year and think there's a lot more meat on the bone in hmm. New England. Could be, could be. Uh, so who are we waiting on? Texans. Yeah. You know what the big story is? I think they're targeting Saints, Brian, Brian Flores. Uh, any word on him going anywhere? I mean, he's got to get some job. Yeah. 
what about uh, the big story this week what was that coming up on wednesday coming up on wednesday out of the capital the football team is going to be named the washington commanders the football team is going to I mean the football team's days are numbered yeah they're getting ready to have new gear new name are you, are you excited about the commanders no not at all no what would excite, I wouldn't be. what would excite you about the commanders <laughs> if they went to the super bowl <laughs> does, it, does it give you hope of what the Bengals did that your team could turn it around kind of uh until i remember dan snyder's the owner it, it does the Bengals gives you a feel of anything can happen if you get a quarterback in there so sure it gives you hope but what stinks is we could have had joe burrow if a couple things go different two years ago but um it's joe burrow the nfl joe burrow if he's with the football team i have a joe burrow that's a good point guess where he uh suffered his injury as a rookie at fedex field Oof. where quarterbacks go to die right Oof. yeah so he's probably not him and terry mclaurin would have been fun to watch though for four games i have a joe burrow hot take we all try to like put out takes and and predictions that will make us look like the smartest guy in the room if they come to fruition i've got one because I feel like there's going to be a lot of, all right, Stafford needs to win this one because he's getting late in his career. Burrow's got plenty of time. He's going to be back there. Mm-hmm. I say not so fast, my friend. You know another second-year quarterback that went to a Super Bowl that thought he was going to go to a bunch of Super Bowls? The, the star of Ace Ventura Pet Detective, Dan Marino. Really? Second year, went to the Super Bowl. This guy's a legend, all-world only super bowl he ever played in i'm gonna say the same thing happens to joe burrow he's gonna lose next sunday and that'll be his only shot in the super bowl now part of that is just a dumb hot take the other part is chiefs bills maybe patriots the afc i mean it's gonna be tough to get back if you're the Bengals. i mean his kicker's better than finkel <laughs> that is true laces so, so if burrow went, if it comes down to a field goal you'd rather have mcpherson than finkel are you saying that if burrow wins or he's gonna if burrow wins this whole take is trashed okay so he could go back to a super bowl if he wins absolutely he could go to seven of them. seven okay so but there's no chance he goes to another one if they lose on uh, two weeks this came up just because i thought there's gonna the talks already started about this is the first of many for Burrow, so Stafford needs to win it this year. But like, didn't Cal Ripken Jr. go to a World Series early in his career? They won it in '83. They won, so he did win, but they, he never made it back after right. that. Right. Um, he just played a lot of games. So, just really a dumb hot take. But if they lose next Sunday, get back to me 17 years from now. And, and see what happens if you really go back and look at the number of teams that have been in the super bowl over the last 10 to 20 years there's not a lot of diversity there that is why this one's kind of different now the rams are good and people thought they'd be good and they were there kind of recently two years ago this is uh i was trying to think of a random super bowl like i go back to rams titans yes because that was random because that was the start of warner and the Titans were good, but like not Super Bowl good. That one felt pretty random. Um, you can't say Panthers Broncos, can you? Because the Broncos had been there, yeah, and won. they had Peyton Manning. They had won one. Well, no, not a. I'm saying they had won one in the late '90s. I'm I talking mean, about but, I mean, seven they, years ago. They've won, but they've been to a bunch of Super. They've been to four Super Bowls <laughs> and won two. 
So, I mean, the Broncos are kind of a, a staple. So, when's the last truly random Super Bowl? Had to be Titans-Rams, right? Yeah, I would say that that would be up there. I mean, there hadn't been... Steelers, you can't... But, like, Steelers-Cardinals looked really weird on TV. But I think that was the Cardinals. It was a really good game. Not the Steelers. Yeah, that was a great Super Bowl. I'm expecting this one to be a, a good one. High-scoring game? Low-scoring game? Mm, I don't know. Things seem to kind of tighten up in the Super Bowl. But, the way, I mean... I would think these teams could go up and down the field and score. I don't know. What's the total? I hadn't even looked at it. Isn't it like the Rams by like four and a half or five? Isn't that the spread? Well, the spread's like three and a half. I would take the Bengals because they have played all close games. I heard a guy on CBS Sports Radio this weekend, and he was breaking down the Bengals and Chiefs games, and he said the way to break it down is you should take the Bengals only if you think they can win the game. If not, they're going to lose by two scores. It, but he, I but, hear that. But but it was based on like the that I think the underdog or had only won like a like twenty percent of those championship games of recent, and that the that the favorite was was pretty good. I thought well, you're talking about for the Kansas City game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking Chiefs minus. I thought they were going to win by double digits. Uh, for a while, it looked like they were. Although you look, it was at, about they were talking about playing the hook at seven and a half. Right. Or the the whatever it's called. The um both meetings, so the Chiefs scored forty nine points in the first half of the two meetings against the Bengals mm-hmm. and then barely scored it all in the second half of those games. Two games this year, the Chiefs dominated the first half, Bengals got them in the second half. Bengals are a four point underdog against the Rams, total is forty nine. Forty nine? Yeah. I mean I think you gotta take the Bengals in the under. Bengals and under, says Ellerby, you will be able to revise that next Monday because we yeah. do have to wait. Yes, but that's that's where I'm. That's where my head is right now. All right, I see a very similar score to what we saw, Rams Niners. Okay, twenty seventeen, twenty three, twenty. Who got in the Pro Bowl? Um, <laughs> what time is that matchup? I, don't know. I, I, I was waiting for you to invite me to to your party, Pro Bowl party. Um, or watch party. I, y'all are doing a watch party this weekend. Is it for the Pro Bowl? It is not. It is for East Carolina and Tulane. Which all of a sudden Tulane is one of the best teams in the American. Yeah. I saw them win Saturday. Did you see Ron Hunter dancing? Yes, he is a, a character. How about Wichita? What the heck's happened to them? They won one one game. Yeah. What's the deal? Tough league. Tough league? Yeah. Can't handle it anymore? It's just a tough league. You think they'll try to hire Greg Marshall back? I mean, look. Listen. Listen. Uh, Pro Bowl, 3 o'clock next Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. And it is NFC versus AFC. I didn't even know the format, because remember one time they used to, they did like the drafting players and all that stuff? So if they're, this is the most useless game it is. Is it the is in it, organized sports history? Is it the most useless football game played every year? Yeah, because it's just, you can't ask players to go out and I, I would hate my players to be in it if I was an owner coach. Would you rather watch the Hall of Fame game in Canton? Yes, than the Pro Bowl. At least they're trying in the Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the players clearly aren't as good. But it is some. It is a competition. This is a true, true exhibition. The uh, the Pro Bowl. 
and again i don't know how you fix it we talked about doing some different things but it is what it is yeah we talked about them playing golf bowling all right uh let's see anything else Ellery, how many college basketball games have you watched this year not many not <laughs> many at all i could not tell you could you tell me who's number one in the nation no i could not if I, I told just, you they were in the SEC and it was their first time ever yeah, being number one. I could. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl. And they just signed him to a lifetime contract, too. Talking about a guy doing it the right way. He does it. I mean, I'll tell you what. <laughs> he's got a formula, and the formula works. Now, how he makes the formula and gets it to, you know, the basketball court, let's not, you know, let's not get distracted along the highway yeah. of all the laws he breaks. But uh man. He is consistent. I mean, he. I, I really, it's really impressive that he can recreate that, you know, that magic at all these different schools. Yeah. And especially at places that really don't ever really have magic. Yeah. He just goes to football schools that are orange, and then he paints his body orange, and then he wins ball games. It's it's incredible. That's the formula. And I mean, I just I just like to hear the conversation, man. Like. I mean, I feel like he's like Tony Soprano, and he's got like his guys sitting around the table being like, all right, Clip, get Chandler, uh, get Shirley and uh, CJ. Uh, you know, get him to do his thing. We're Go down to Auburn, and uh, let's get this thing turned around, and uh, it's going to cost this. Whatever works. I had a guy, and I've had this take forever, that East Carolina should do all they can to cheat one year to get to the tournament and then have a 10-year probation, whatever it is. I, somebody said that to me at trivia recently that why aren't we going all in cheating just for one tournament run i I would just love to see if someone could come here and successfully cheat and win right because you it it would be easier to come here and cheat yeah but now can you i mean he does it and wins so i mean it it is i mean there's an art to cheating there's there's an art to how he puts a team together but he actually motivates them they they seem to generally love him and play hard for him still got to win the game you still got to win i mean it's i mean i think memphis has been paying players for quite some time you know before the nil deals and other stuff but i mean it's just like i mean bruce peel pearl knows I mean, he knows basketball too. So I mean, it's it. it, it I, I do in all seriousness. Good point. Do 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 give him credit of that. It's just not just. Hey, I've not got the ten best players in the world here. So kudos to Bruce Pearl. That'll and, be and who would be that person, Clip Brock? Who's your short list? <laughs> um, the help out. There is a guy send out there. Players to Joe Dooley. There's a guy out there that recently got in trouble. We could bring in Chris Mack from Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. Had Xavier number one seed in the tournament a few years ago. And then also uh, is a rat, apparently. Right. (laughs) Do you know Gaudio also available if he's not in jail? Yeah. Is that because you can't really coach virtually from behind bars, I guess? I don't know. A lot of with COVID and stuff and Zoom nowadays, he probably could coach from his jail cell. Right. Right. Probably figure out a way to get that done. Maybe there's some March Madness for Joe Dooley (sighs) and the guys. Maybe they can. Get on a roll in Texas for the tournament. All they got to do is win four games. I mean, it's really what they, I mean. These are just really exhibition games. <laughs> right these now. don't count. I mean, we're playing for seeding, but yeah. I mean, seeding doesn't really matter because it's a tough league. It is. And no matter gonna, who you play, and, and no matter who's on the other side of the bracket, it's just going to be a tough game. So you just got to have the mindset that you're going to go through the best to get to the tournament well chandler i and maybe some special guests will be here coming up on saturday for east carolina tulane we'll be watching it here in the pirate radio studios we'll have some giveaways we'll have a lot of fun east carolina 
goes to the NCAA tournament or the Washington football team goes to the Super Bowl? Which happens first? Boy, that just made me really depressed. <laughs> um, Which happens first, and how many? How long does it take? <laughs> I would say Washington has a better chance to get to the Super Bowl. How long would it take if you're putting a timetable on it? This will happen within X number of years. Neither one of these things are going to happen. So you're you're, you're going to live a pretty- but I'll say five years. Look, they made the playoffs. All they had to do was win three games last year, and they could have made the Super Bowl. Okay. So that, I think that is more in reach right now, as long of a shot that is, than ECU going to the tournament. They were the only team last year in the playoffs to make it close with the future champ. The Tampa Bay Thank Buccaneers. you, Chandler, for saying that. Chandler, same question for you. Panthers in the Super Bowl, ECU basketball in the March Madness. I'll probably Panthers Super Bowl. All right confidence level on ecu basketball not at not at a very high level right now nah, well it's just you... tough it's just tough i just yeah it is uh susan says uh she picked up her prize this morning she said are jonathan and shirley the only ones who work the morning shift <laughs> yes well i feel bad for shirley because troy was the only one here with me if she thought oh well okay i think she just wanted to give a shout out to shirley yeah she also said fire matt rule mike says colt saints was random that super bowl you had great players but the teams i guess i know yeah that makes it a lot less random. i mean that that's name brand yeah the the players the the teams though those are some pretty bad teams especially in the 90s who did the dilfer ravens beat the giants good call very random now the Giants, yeah, they didn't really, the Giants didn't really have any because they had Kerry Collins. That yeah, was, that was very that was kind rare. of a and and Fossil was their coach, and then Billick is that his name? That was the Ravens coach, Brian, Brian Billick. Yeah, yep. So there you go. Uh, Troy D, stop uh, sending messages from the Pirate Radio account in the Facebook chat, please. Uh, <laughs> please <laughs> use your. I love when that happens. <laughs> Ah, uh, dear. LRV, thanks for hanging out. All right, we'll see you next week. Uh, Super Bowl predictions. and uh, LRV's got Bengals and under right now. That yes. could change. Subject to change. I, I feel feel confident. I'm going to stick with it unless there's some sort of injuries. All right. Good stuff. We'll, uh, right. we'll see what Brian Bailey has to say when he joins this great edition of the Brian Bailey Show earlier today at noon. You can hear it at 6 if you missed it. Clayton McCullough, Greenville native, first base coach for the second best team in the National League, the Dodgers join him and uh we will recap that conversation and have more with double b when we return on pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. They are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. 
Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll make you a winner coming up in hour number three. Open up the booty bag. We've got Joe Dooley coming up at four o'clock. He'll uh, talk about yesterday's defeat in Minji's Coliseum. Look ahead to the game coming up Wednesday night against Temple. Right now joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line is the host of the Brian Bailey Show, Double B. Brian Bailey joins us. Hello, Bailey. How you doing? Doing good. Uh, East Carolina, another loss on Sunday, Bailey. I, and I don't know. I, did, I don't want to sound like harsh, but they did. They had no business even being in that game and taking the lead late in that game and just about stole it from Cincinnati on Sunday. But uh, the Bearcats able to get a last-second shot off an offensive rebound and put it in. Tristan Newton had a heave, but it comes up short. And the Pirates lose it on Sunday. And, again, a game that I, I'm shocked they were even in at the end uh, as bad as they played. Yeah, it was one of those situations where they, they just didn't seem like they could get anything going offensively. And then all of a sudden you looked up in the second half and they chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. And then, you know, in that last, what, you know, minute, minute and a half, they finally took the lead. It was kind of like, oh, man, they got a chance to steal it. And then whenever the shot went up and it was it was off, you know, all you got to do is get a rebound. But as Coach said, it was a, a rotation rebound situation, and they didn't, you know, execute it. And guy got off a little shot, and it rolled in. And then uh, Tristan, Tristan was right on target with it. He just left it a little short. And you got to hope these Pirates are mentally tough. They have lost a game where they blew a huge lead uh, against UCF. They got absolutely destroyed in uh, one of the, you know, worst shooting performances we've ever seen against Houston. Now you got – uh, one that goes down to the end so they have lost in a lot of different ways here lately bailey and you just hope and you know we'll, we'll talk to joe dooley about it i know he thinks his team is, is not going to give up and they showed yesterday that they're not going to give up so i think they'll be able to to stay into it mentally it's just a matter of can they knock off some of these teams and you got to look at, at temple wednesday night as one you can win i would think I would think so too if you remember the game up in philadelphia david dunn from kinson had the shot that beat him and he had a huge night, so obviously the first thing you got to do is slow him down a little bit. And and I think, you know, Pirates tend to play much better at home. They tend to shoot it a little bit better. They didn't shoot it all that well against uh, against Cincinnati on Sunday, but, you know, they just seem to play with a little bit more confidence. And, you know, I think it just took a while to, to get things cranked up the other day. I don't think they came out flat at all. They just couldn't get some shots to fall. They, I asked Joe that the other day, you know, they've missed some gimmies through the last couple of games. Yeah. I mean, shots. That, and, and I asked him if it's a byproduct of, you know, Memphis had like 110 blocks that night. And so, you know, when you get your, your shot blocked left and right, mm. it's a byproduct of, you know, you, either you're thinking too much or, or you're, you're kind of looking over your shoulder instead of concentrating on a shot. You know, he, he said, you know, he's not sure exactly what it is. He knows the guys can shoot, but they missed a lot of gimmies of late. A lot of gimmies, and uh, got to have them coming up Wednesday night. You're right, Damian Dunn. He'll probably have uh, some fan support, I would imagine, coming up on uh, Wednesday night. And Cincinnati, to their credit, it's kind of something you miss from the old CAA days, Bailey, an opposing team having uh, some fan support. Kind of makes it a, a more you know rowdy, fun experience at a basketball game. I don't know if it was the, the West Miller fan section, but they had a, a, a decent amount of fans there at the lower bowl yesterday. They did, and I was really surprised that the crowd was as good as it was. I mean, yeah. noon start on a Sunday is a little difficult, but you know the lower bowl was full, and uh, the crowd was into the game. You know, despite the Pirates, you know, not shooting the ball so well, 
they were into the game, especially at the end. Brian Bailey joining us. Got ECU hoops going on. Got baseball coming up. And uh, baseball was the topic on the Brian Bailey show today with Clayton McCullough. He'll be speaking at the East Carolina banquet coming up, the baseball banquet. Uh, Former speaker uh, and a former player, uh, Brian Packard, going to join us on Pirate Radio Live coming up on Tuesday. But, uh, Bailey, that thing is always special. We've talked about it with Burley and Connor Norby recently. And that's one thing I wish the basketball team and program had and that's kind of players from the past connecting with the program it was great to talk to akeem richmond recently who was sitting courtside for a game and was welcomed in you know to, to the locker room and things like that you see that all the time with baseball and uh I, we can't take it for granted that the cliff godwin and you know keith leclair before him and the billy godwin era it always seemed like they connected to the past that's something baseball does really well they, they've always done it very well. You know, going back to the Coach O days, and, uh, you know, they've always welcomed players back. And, and really, it's part of their recruiting tools, I think. You know, they, they want their players to, to, you know, broadcast the fact that it's a great program to, you know, to come to and to play baseball. And, you know, you got to think about it. If you had a son who was, you know, 16, 17 years old, and you look at Cliff Godwin's program, you know, A, if he doesn't make good grades, the guys are going to whip him, <laughs> not Cliff because they want to keep that GPA up so high. So, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on those guys to do well in the classroom, and they do. And there's a lot of pressure trying to, to get playing time because they're all so talented. And, I mean, it's a heck of a program he's got going. And, and you know, class, classy, all that stuff gets thrown around quite a bit. But they don't get much class here than Clay McCullough. What, what a guy. And uh, he has made it up the ranks pretty quickly. Now the first base coach of the Dodgers and uh, he's a great interview too Bailey as you knew and uh, as folks found out today on the Brian Bailey show yeah he was really good I really enjoyed talking to him and uh, you know it's, it's it's really fun to watch some of these guys that came through as players especially guys you know, like Tommy Easton at Green Central and Cliff Godwin at Green Central and you know Clayton McCullough who came through at J.H. Rose and you see them you know they go into college ranks and do well then they go into coaching and do well and then you know, they continue on. And, and Clayton, I, I swear he will be, I think everybody agrees, he'll be a manager uh, on the major league level at some point. He's very, very young, and he's getting interviews already, and somebody will take a chance on him. And, and once you get to be a manager in the majors, and if you have any kind of success at all, you'll be a manager in the majors for a long time. And he's already in that interview cycle this early on, Bailey. So that's a great thing. Now every time there's a managerial opening, you'll hear uh, his name pop up, I would imagine. Yeah. It's happened twice already, and yeah. I think that uh, that he'll continue to get looks, and and that's just you know that's that's what happens. If you finally get one and you have success, you know you'll keep on keep on getting them. Carson Wisenhunt, Pirate Lefty, uh, selected uh, to a couple of preseason All America teams. He was selected uh, as an All American for D one baseball and, and receiving some honors and. Uh, he is projected to be the Pirates' ace this year, Bailey. Uh, what's your uh, early take on this this baseball team? Yeah, I mean, uh, you talk about a program. How do you replace Francisco and Gavin Williams and Connor Norvie? Well, Cliff Godwin's been able to do it throughout the years, so I'm excited to see some of these guys I don't know yet, some of these young guys, because uh, they got a lot of good returners on this team. Yeah, and I talked to Coach today. We were going over some plans for the banquet this weekend, and and he was talk, telling me that practice went really, really well on Friday. They weren't a sharp Sunday, um, but they were getting ready to get back out there today. Uh, he really likes some of the young pitchers that we don't know anything about, but he said they've really done well. 
and, and really, that's what I told him before. I said, you see the names that you've lost. You think, oh, my God, they have to, it's going to take two or three years to rebuild. Then you just look at the names they've got coming back. And I mean, all those guys, you, know, you can think back to games that each one of these guys, you know, just, just shine and just, just crush the baseball as far as the offense is concerned, pitching-wise. So they've got a, a, a great, you know, great team coming back. they got a team again – I know Cliff won't talk about it. They got a team coming back that has every chance to go back to a regional, go back and host a regional, maybe go back to a super regional, and maybe it's the year. I mean, it's going to happen one of these years. And this is a team I think, you know, that at least on paper, when you look at everything, they could put it together. Get your uh, baseball tickets. Make sure you have your basketball tickets for Wednesday night and football uh season tickets go on sale on tuesday uh and it's going to be an exciting off season preparing for that opener against nc state and seeing what this team that won seven games last year bailey can do and uh football season tickets going on sale on tuesday man that's always it's always fun in august when you're going out to practice because the, you know the guys practice in the mornings and you get a little video and go back out and get you know sound from the coach and and building up, but it's especially fun when that first game means what it does. And and that's, you know, we've got one of those years where, you know, it, it doesn't make or break your season. That's the first thing the coaches will usually say, but they all know that it, it's going to be special. It's going to be a packed house at Dowdy Ficklin. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just going to be, you know, an outstanding atmosphere. If you're not in the mood for football in week one, you're not going to be in the mood for football. And that's going to be, that's going to be a blast. Looking forward uh, to that, Bailey, and uh, looking forward to this Super Bowl. Should be a fun one. Now, I, uh, along with some people, had the Rams, but nobody had the Bengals. It's uh, a bit of a random matchup. We've seen the Rams there uh, a couple of years ago, but how about this matchup, Cincinnati, L.A.? What you think? I tell you, man, Joe Burrow just seems to get it done, and you know, so many things are weird about the NFL. You know, you look at how badly the Bengal defense played in the first half and how Patrick Mahomes looked like the magic man, you know, in his prime, just dealing the football around. The Bengals couldn't stop him, not, couldn't slow him down at all. I mean, it didn't come close to stopping him. And then the play before the half when Kansas City, it was almost arrogant. that They looked like, okay, we don't need this touchdown anyway. Let's just try this little play. All right, we didn't get it. We're still way up. But the second half, that defense just just really frustrated Mahomes. They sacked Mahomes. I mean, Burrow got sacked a hundred times in the game before, and he didn't get sacked hardly at all in this game. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really a surprise, and I, I was I was stunned to see how badly the, the Kansas City offense played in the second half. We will see if the Rams can get to Burrow, and this is what they brought in Von Miller for. This is why they drafted Aaron Donald. You would think if anybody could get to uh, Joe Burrow, it would be the Rams, and then it comes down to is Matthew Stafford ready to to go out and win the big one? He has not been in these situations, even though he's played a lot of football, never had anything close to this with the Detroit Lions. He's played uh well enough in the first two playoff games bailey and now we'll, we'll get to see him on the big stage yeah that'll be fun to see too and you feel, feel for a guy like that who's played in, in a place like detroit and had very little success and he could flip it around the barnyard but he just couldn't win that many football games but now he's going to the uh going to the big show to the super bowl and I also want to shout out my good friend david vaughn who's a great sponsor of the brian bailey show but he had a chance to go to los angeles and he had 50 yard line tickets he had a great time. He got to see his favorite team in a championship game. He got to see him win, and that had to be a, just a big thrill for him. So huh. congratulations to, to David Vaughn and 
Los Angeles Rams. I had no clue. How did uh, so was he like a St. Louis Rams fan as well, and just traveled over to? He was to, just a Rams fan as, as for a long time, for as, yeah. as I can remember. I mean, I didn't know he was going until very late, and then he was sending me text messages with pictures, and, that, and he sent me a picture to show how much it was cost cost to park <laughs> near the stadium. They were asking two hundred and fifty dollars to. Mm. My Man, God! If you, had, if you had about a hundred spaces, you can make some money on that deal. No doubt, and uh, that felt you make some money. That atmosphere probably felt like a Super Bowl, maybe even better than a Super Bowl because it was out uh, without all the corporate stuff. But the amount of 49ers fans in that building, uh, probably more than the Rams fans at times. But uh, it made for a fun atmosphere yesterday. It was. It was. It was. You know, two rivals in the same division. And uh, we can only hope that the NFC East starts doing some of that pretty soon. Well, I've been to a lot of Redskins games. I've never been to a football team game, and I've yet to go to a Commanders game. Uh, a Commodores. What do you call them, Bailey? Commodores? Commodores, the Commandos. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always opposing fans there. I went to a Cowboys-Redskins Monday night game, probably my favorite live game ever, and there was a lot of Cowboys fans hooting and hollering. I went to a Redskins-Niners uh, game, and the Niners had, it was like Alex Smith, Frank Gore, Vernon Davis. Uh, around the time they went to the Super Bowl to play the Ravens, I was shocked at all the Joe Montana jerry rice jerseys there like they're apparently it's not probably as bad as the steelers but uh niners fans are everywhere i guess especially when they're good right there's fans of teams everywhere when they they turn up good but i was shocked uh that sunday i went to that game and saw the niners fans in washington dc maryland and there's there's certain fan bases that just travel travel well and there are other fan bases that have like i think the cowboys have a lot of fans everywhere you look just because just the, the branding and everything else yeah. they've done through the years. But I think there's some, like the Patriots fans, I mean, they, they travel well. I mean, there's just – the Steeler fans are incredible the way they, they travel. So, I think you see, see a lot of that. All right. Looking forward to uh, the Super Bowl coming up next Sunday. And uh, looking forward to Wednesday, Bailey, when uh, the new team for you to hate will be revealed. That's coming up. I thought it was coming up tomorrow, but it is Wednesday, February 2nd. Yeah, I, I was a day off. I was thinking it was tomorrow. It's, it's Wednesday. Bailey's going to laugh at it and joke about it, and then that, get your laughs in. That's fine. <laughs> the commandos are coming your way. <laughs> what, are they not wear jock straps during the games? How's that work? <laughs> They're going commandos. <laughs> commandos and cowboys coming up on Fox. <laughs> All right. What's uh? What's your guy Troy Aikman doing? What's he? Is he leaving Fox? What are those stories about? I keep, I keep reading about that. I'm not sure. I know he's got a beer out that he's doing, and and the, the thought was he was going to start working for Amazon. They're going to have the Thursday night package, I think. Oh yeah. So maybe maybe he's decided he's just going to do one game a week and do it there. I don't know. And is Sean Payton like going to be the new Troy Aikman? Is he getting right into the booth with Buck? That's everything I've read. It said he was ready to take his spot. So. We'll see how it goes. I'm wondering if uh, – well, we can talk about this more, but Sean Payton, is this going to be like a a Cower thing where every year – remember when Cower retired, it was like, all right, he's going to come back. Is this going to be the year? And he just never did. I wonder, is Sean Payton going to be like that, or uh, do you think he'll be back in coaching? I think he'll be back in coaching, and I think if things don't work out in Dallas, I mean, it may be yeah. in Quinn that takes over, or it could be Sean Payton because there's always – there's always been a Jerry Jones deal with, with Sean Payton. Yeah, and I read something that I'd never read before, but it was some kind of 
through the back channels that at one point Peyton was almost, you know, signed, sealed, and delivered for Dallas. And then something happened at the last minute. But it was really a crazy story. And you know, whoever wrote it thought, thought it was true. I'm not sure if it was true or not, but it was really intriguing. All right, everybody note that uh, January 31st, Bailey is already planning on Mike McCarthy being fired. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> you better get right. <laughs> All right. It's the championship game. Brian Bailey Show, 6 o'clock. Clayton McCullough, the special guest. Great show. If you missed it earlier, check it out tonight. Bailey, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Take care. See you, man. There's Double B. Brian Bailey joining us. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Wrap up hour number one of Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Thanks, CJ. Great job. Do you mean that? Yeah. CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt, Shirley Rhodes here. Good job, man. Good job, man. CJ taking over the audio production side of things currently. Uh, Chandler Honeycutt on video, Shirley Rhodes supervising. I saw a tweet earlier this hour from Nicole Hardman, receiver, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they lost yesterday. So his offseason is beginning and his tweet said who can take care of my bearded dragon for off season my first question was like i figure if you're going to need somebody to take care of your bearded dragon it would be during the season while everything's going on but apparently uh he needs somebody to take care of his bearded dragon during the off season so chandler i'll ask you like as a fanboy of Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, others, would you like would this be a dream come true if you if like Luke Keekley was like, Hey, who can take care of my ferret this offseason? I'd be like, Me, 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 me. Now, this could go one of two ways. You could do a great job and you could be a friend for life with Luke Keekley or how do you take care of like a bearded dragon? What if or a ferret? This is what I'm getting to. Like, what if it goes the wrong way and something happens to that animal or critter? You killed Luke Keekley's ferret. Yeah. <laughs> you remember, you don't know who I am. I'm the one that killed Luke Keekley's ferret. And then everything, like, we can use the current panther. Who's your favorite current panther? Current panther? Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I guess. You're taking care of Christian McCaffrey's hamster. He gets out of the cage, you lose him, runs away. Like, that not only would ruin your relationship with Christian McCaffrey, who you thought was going to be your new buddy, it also could affect his, like, mental health. Yeah, like, it could make him depressed. 
You start like, seeing him play, and he just looks sad all the not time. Not only do I ruin his life and his outlook on life, he hates me. He hates you personally. He knows it, who you are and it, hates you. It will probably get out, you know, into the news somehow. Yeah. And I would be hated by the people. Oh, my God. People the, would find out your social media accounts. They would start harassing you. Death, death, death threats. We're talking about death threats. Yeah. I'm going to do to you what you did to Hammy the Hamster. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you are going to take on this role of being the bearded dragon babysitter for Nicole Hardman, make sure you understand both sides of how this thing could go. Yeah. A lot of responsibility. Yeah. A lot of pressure. I I mean, it seemed fun at first, but after this this conversation we just had, I would be very nervous. I am a... Look, you got to look at all sides of every issue and, and how it could be positive, how it could be negative, pros and cons. I see more cons of this than pros. CJ, uh, did you hear the story? Nicole Hardman looking for somebody, looking for a stranger to take care of his bearded dragon. Okay, I did. I thought I heard you say bearded dragon, but so I didn't know what the context was. Every fan is going to be like, yes, count me in. This is awesome. But this thing could take a huge turn. Somebody, he might say yes to somebody to take care of it, and they think it's a dragon with a literal beard. It, some people don't know what a bearded dragon is you think somebody would say yes to take care of like a game of thrones style dragon yes wow if because they think it would be an interaction with me cole hardman and that's what matters that is all they're looking for yes they're not thinking about the upkeep correct what they is, just want to see a famous person what is drag like i don't remember a game of thrones episode where they had a, a storyline about the dragon's poop and what that entails you know i guess not Think about how big those things are. That's a yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, what are you gonna do with all the waste? Need a whole trash bag. Just People don't think about this stuff. Yeah. I'm enough. thinking about it now, and I mean I am uh, now, and it's, it's life changing. Do you think dragon poop is hot? Is it hot, <laughs> or is it cold? <laughs> Find out next. No. <laughs> is it steaming? Is it a steaming pile of dragon poop? Does it stink? Do Does you? it hooba stink? <laughs> look i know you like to think your dragon poop don't stink (laughs) this is why people listen to this show i just i got questions i don't have answers unfortunately all i have is questions and i just observations the the bottom line is to think about every scenario before you get involved with it that is that is the lesson here today taking care of mccole hardman's bearded dragon sounds cool in theory until you you get it and realize how much pressure now is on you to keep this thing alive what do you feed it or an act well no what do you actually feed a bearded dragon I don't all know right what they eat. well let me go to one of these responses here because i found this one let's see he has, he asked the question and somebody responded we have nine snakes, three lizards, and five frogs. Legitimately, if you need someone to watch your beardy, we got you. Hit my DM. If you're skeptical, check out redhead.exotics on IG. <laughs> and then he said, we also breed our own crickets, roaches, and bugs to feed to our animals. All right, that's the one. We got you for real, for real, if you're in need. <laughs> So I guess that answers the question. They are breeding their own crickets, roaches, and bugs. 
That sounds like a party. That yeah. sounds like that sounds like a good time. <laughs> someone that I don't want to hang out with. So there you go. Be careful when you, because uh, then your entire life is making sure this thing lives. You're not worried about your your school, your family, family. You know how to hit buttons yet, CJ? One at a time. You don't have to. I'm just wondering. Do you know how to hit the buttons? <laughs> no, yet? not yet. All right, didn't uh, hit the buttons yet. We don't have a button hitter uh in time in due time uh let's see oh okay interesting chad uh says that jason mills dh Conley head baseball coach is great with bearded dragons interesting <laughs> chad also says he is gonna say that dragons are cold-blooded now are we talking about bearded dragons i found it <laughs> thank you <laughs> Is this, is this a new segment where CJ has a major delay time between? <laughs> it's a new segment where CJ explores Five what's going on later. over here talking to a guest. <laughs> Family! Uh, by the way, Brian Kelly in another one of those dancing videos. Weird! That is so weird! Just, Everything he's done is weird so far. It's weird! Why does he gotta be behind the guy? Yeah, somebody put the side-by-side of Urban Meyer getting grinded on and then Brian... <laughs> <laughs> Brian Kelly with a player right in front of him. It was a little creepy. Oh man, a little bit creepy. Uh, Chad says they're cold blooded, so he's going to say they have cold poop. All right, what I do you think? Poll question of the day: Do fantasy dragons, not bearded dragons, do Game of Thrones style dragons have hot or cold feces? That's what we want to know. What do you think? I would think it'd be steamy. Yeah. I'm thinking hot, baby. Like hot and Like steamy. hot, hot. Yeah. Like not steamy, but steamy. All right. We will uh, take a break. Hopefully Joe Dooley's not listening because he is our next guest on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to the head basketball coach of the Pirates coming off Sunday's loss. Quick turnaround right back at it Wednesday night in Menji's Coliseum. East Carolina taking on Temple. Joe Dooley joins us when we return after this. hour of prl is brought to you by tommy's express car wash come experience the difference in tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it visit tommy's express car wash today now back to the show welcome back greenville utilities neighbor to neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference your tax deductible donation can be added to your guc bill each month or you can make it a one-time donation and guc will match all donations up to twenty thousand dollars each year consider helping a neighbor with guc's neighbor to neighbor program now let's head back in to prl here's clip rock all righty back with you here on a monday edition of pirate radio live Troy will be here in the third hour of today's program. Want to uh, talk a little Royal Rumble recap with uh, CJ uh, later on this hour? I watched it, and maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was the worst Royal Rumble I've ever watched in my life. Uh, but we'll see what he has to say. 
Uh, but right now, we'll go out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk some Pirate Hoops with the head basketball coach of the East Carolina Pirates. He is Joe Dooley joining us today on the program. Coach, we appreciate your time. How you doing today? Hang in there, Cliff. Yes, sir. I understand another one right down to the wire, uh, and you've been uh, on the winning side of these and on the losing side of a few as well, Coach. And I don't know. I, I, I'll start here, I guess. Is it any different after the game uh, handling it with your coaches, with your team, when you lose by 20 than when you lose there at the end of a game like that? Is the, the feeling different for you guys? Well, I think the, the, it's more, um, you know, there's – there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but sometimes when you lose by one, you know, you talk about this possession or that possession, but it's the same thing in a twenty, you know, a twenty point loss. But I think the the way you know you try to handle is try to you know take some learning points, uh, you know, talk, teach the guys about some things we could do differently or how we handled it or you know, there's there's a million mistakes per play. So how can we, especially on some things that we know, how do we eliminate this or how does uh, we not let this happen again? So I think those are all very valid teaching points you get the free throws to finally climb all the way back get that lead late and then uh you get a miss from cincinnati kind of a scramble underneath the basket they're able to to get it back put it in uh, you probably dissected that one coach was that just kind of a a fluke deal or uh, did you tell your team hey we, we got to find a way to box out get that rebound there well it wasn't a box out problem the ball kicked i mean javon did not get back in front of him and when the julius drove it uh javon was on the wrong side of him when he shot it, the Julius actually fell towards the way he shot it, and the ball kicked off that way. Tristan nearly tipped it, yeah. uh, and then Tristan ended up on the wrong side of uh, on a on a weird rebound. Tristan ended up on the wrong side of the Julius. You know, he's a you know half a foot to the right. He's in Julius's way, and he wasn't. He tried to rebound the ball and ended up going towards our basket, and Julius has caught it and flipped it in. Joe Dooley joining us, Coach. Uh, can you take something away from that? You shoot 28%, didn't play the, the best game you've played all year, yet you're right there at the end with a really good basketball team. So something to build on despite uh, not getting that win yesterday? There, you know, there's there's things that you can say. that I mean, they, you know, we were awful until the last – we scored 15 points in the last four minutes. But prior to that, we were horrendous. And that being said, we had a bunch of open shots that we missed. I think some of it is, is in talking to our guys that you know, we keep saying we're, 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 we're right there. We're good enough to win these games. Now you have to figure out how to win them. And uh, you know, we've had a bunch of one-possession games. And uh, you know, you know, those are things that as we try to figure this out, guys, we've got, we've got to learn how to win those. And that's, that's one of the facets is we've got to get a stop. We made enough plays to win the game, but we didn't get the rebound we needed to, to win it. Coach, uh, of course, another great game from Vance Jackson against Cincinnati. He's had their number this year, 25 for Vance yesterday. Tristan Newton seems to come on late at the end of games, play really well. We have seen Tristan turn the ball over a little more recently than he did earlier this season. Is that is he pressing? Is that just playing better defense? What's uh, What about Tristan Newton and the turnovers right now, Coach? I think there's a combination of things. I mean, he's trying to make some plays. Uh, he had a couple ones that run characteristic yesterday. He's off the bat stop that I hadn't seen him make. Uh, you know, I, I think there is, you know, they're putting bigger or, or multiple defenders on him. There's, there's a lot of factors. Uh, in some instances, you know, and he knows that sometimes you just have to give the ball up a little bit quicker. When people run at you, instead of taking the extra dribble, just get rid of it and, and, and get it back. 
Coach, I noticed that during the Memphis game, there was a key time, and on the court, you had Tristan, you had Vance Jackson, who's a first-year player here, but he's played a lot of basketball. But on the court with those guys was Brandon Johnson, Javon Small, R.J. Felton. And for a moment there, I thought, you know, a year or two, if these guys stick together, everybody's still here. Uh, this could be a learning moment for these guys. You're putting them in uh, key situations, high-pressure situations in their first years, and that's something that I, I know you hope pays dividends down the stretch, down the road, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, the J.J., like even yesterday, was, you know, limited. He had to come out. He couldn't play the last couple of minutes, so he had to play Javon and O.J. And, you know, the, they're getting some valuable minutes, but uh, those minutes, in all honesty, they should be getting in practice because you'd have Suggs and, and Miles out on the quarter in the rotation and playing a little bit less minutes to rest Tristan or Tremont, but uh, I do think the more experience they get, uh, they'll see, you know, they're, they're starting to see, you know, they've played in real league games, uh, those young guys are starting to get a feel, and until they've seen it a few times, it's a little bit different, but now they've started to see it a little bit more, so hopefully they'll be able to adjust. Joe Dooley joining us, Coach, you mentioned Brandon Suggs, uh, any update on when we might see him back on the court? Uh, we're still hoping, you know, here soon, but uh, he'll, he'll be out a little bit uh, still. All right, Coach, uh, last time you faced Temple, great game uh, there in Philadelphia, right down to the wires. A lot of these games have gone, and uh, Damian Dunn was not going to let his team lose that day. Hit a three-pointer at the buzzer, had 33 points. But that was a, a close game, back-and-forth game. You battled right with Temple. So uh, what should we expect this time around? What are some keys uh, for beating Temple on Wednesday night at Mingy's? Well, obviously, we can't let him get 33. You know, he, had, he had three three-pointers, and he had 10 free throws. He went to the free throw line 12 times by himself. So we put him on the free throw line way too much. I think that's, that'll be one factor. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd, uh, it'd be nice to uh, get back to where we were playing offensively. You know, we've played three terrific defensive teams, but we've struggled the last couple of games offensively shooting percentage-wise. And hopefully with a little confidence we got at the end of the game uh, offensively against uh, Cincinnati, who's really good defensively. Hopefully we can take that into the Temple game. Coach, I've asked this. I've asked Cy Seymour and Jeff Charles, uh, who are you know somewhat close to the program, but they're outside, just like all of us. So I'll ask you, as the head coach, it'd only be fair when you you have a lead and lose it to UCF. You, you get you know blown out on the road at Houston. Us on the outside say, man, you know how do you how do you keep the team together? How do you keep them fighting? You still got a lot of season left. Is that a difficult thing to do? And, and how do you go about making sure your guys are you know still mentally into it after some really tough losses like that? Well, I, I you know I talked to our guys about. I mean, I think yesterday, uh, although you know we we could have uh, folded our tents a couple times yesterday, and the guys fought back. I know it's disappointing, but I mean, I think the, the UCF one was a, was a you know we feel like we kicked one away. There's probably one or two games a season that you you play worse than worse than who you are, and we did that at Houston. We weren't we're not that we weren't that bad. We're not that bad, and. Uh, I do think you know you're you're one side of you you know we're sitting here at two at si- two and six and you're you know in, in your mind sometimes you could say well we could be five and three or four and four and those things all play into it but like I said to our guys we've proven we could play the exception of the Houston game we can play with anybody in the league uh, now it's not playing with them it's, it's it's finding a way to win those games and that's all part of it. And of course, uh, you knocked off Tulane earlier this year. Uh, Tulane now six and three in conference play. Seems like it's a battle every single night. Are you uh, keeping an eye on these standings, Coach? Because it really is top to bottom. I mean, you got Tulsa, who's one and seven, and then you know they could be four and whatever, four and four, five and three right now. Uh, Wichita State one and five. I mean, all across the board, we've seen some crazy results this year. Well, and I think you know, I, I, you know, watching. Um, 
uh, watching SMU. No one's even mentioning yeah. SMU. They're seven and one in league play, and you know they're starting a six-five center. Uh, so a lot of it's timing. I think a lot of it's you know when you know when you play people, who you play. I I tried to keep our guys confident. I said, you know, guys, I I don't care where you're at. You know, a Memphis, a Houston, Memphis road trip. You know, back to back games is rough no matter who you are, and and I don't care whether you're. Now, what school are you at? But they, that's a rough road trip to, to go to those places back-to-back. So that's also the reason you play in the league, because you want to play those type of teams. Should be a foam coming up Wednesday night. It was a foam the first time around when East Carolina played Temple. And, Coach, we've talked about uh, this with you before, but for a Sunday at noon, pretty good lower bowl crowd yesterday. Got loud at times towards the end, and hopefully we'll see a good crowd Wednesday night. I know that uh, that helps out your team. Great crowd yesterday afternoon. I'm appreciative. I mean, the fans were terrific I, like i told our guys we got to give them hope and something to cheer for and when we did they uh they responded coach uh appreciate you joining us uh a giants fan right i'm a washington fan uh what do you think about the uh the giants move uh bringing in a new coach uh, we've been dead in the water for a couple <laughs> of years i'm just hoping we can stop circling the drain and maybe win a game or two here soon hey if the Bengals can make the super bowl anybody can do it right yeah there's no doubt about that <laughs> coach appreciate you joining us good luck wednesday night we'll talk to you again soon Thank you. All right. Trying to make a little small talk there. Some NFL. Some but, uh, Joe Dooley just trying to win a basketball game at this point. And, uh, man, tough one yesterday. To come back, you didn't play that good at all, and you heard him say that. And uh, they're able to take a late lead but not get the rebound in the end. When they needed it, Pirates fall to Cincinnati. Now they'll take on a team that, kind of a similar scenario, had a chance to beat the first time around, could not do it. Uh, when Damian Dunn just decided to uh, to go Dame time, to borrow a phrase, and uh, hit a late three as the buzzer sounded. Temple beating East Carolina should be a uh, a good one. I think it's a winnable game for East Carolina. Guess the line, Chandler. <clears throat> I'm going to go Temple, a road dog, four and a half. ECU by four and a half? No, no, no. no. Temple. Temple favorite. A road favorite. <laughs> okay, that was the fra- word you were Ro- looking for. Yeah, road favorite. Yeah, I'm thinking Temple by like two. Like, I think it's going to be pretty tight. So, I think ECU wins on uh, Wednesday night. half though. a point and go down to four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going uh, to say ECU beats Temple Wednesday night. I, I'm going to say it too. ECU beats Temple Wednesday night. You just said it. I'm going to say it. I have said it. It has been said. Well said. All right. Thank you. And I'm, then I'm going to win at AJ's at Sports Trivia. No, no, no. Let's not get crazy here. Okay. When's the last time you won? Have you ever won? Oh, yeah. All right. 100%. They, we won oh, yeah, a yeah. month and a half ago. But that that's when we had you know, two of our best players on, on the team. And they are now MIA. Good news for uh, everybody participating Wednesday night. I will not be playing. So yeah. Thank is, God. It is open. Hey, for it's everybody. wide open. Hey, Tom Brady retired. <laughs> NFC, <laughs> NFC South wide open. So, uh, or did he? Or am I not uh-oh, playing? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. We'll, let's see. We'll see. Hey, let's we'll see. see. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. They're going to look at it. <laughs> we'll take a time out come back have more for you hour two of pirate radio live here on this monday we're back with you after this
This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and uh, large scale. Re- uh, excuse me, large scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Give them a call today at 919-292-5532, or you can visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, I was about to call CJ in after all those clubs, Shirley, with the ad read. Wow, really? <laughs> really? Really? No, not really. Okay. I mean, I could let him take over the rest of the show. I'll go home. <laughs> Uh, Chandler, I'm going to read something here. I don't want you to get upset, though, okay? Uh-oh. Okay, that's fine. All right. I'm probably more upset than you reading this. Somebody had linked a story back from September the 12th, 2021, and it told the uh, told the story of the off-season saga of Matthew Stafford and how he got to where he got. Okay. Because sometimes to figure out where we are now you need to look back and figure out how we got here am i right how did i get here uh this story from before the nfl season started uh nfl.com and ian rapapert Rappapert. uh blah 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 matthew stafford's spotlighted three top options to join from detroit the rams the colts and the 49ers Hmm, interesting. They just beat the 49ers. Yet, in late January, one team jumped to the forefront. The Carolina Panthers. They were aggressive. Sources. (laughs) That was aggressive. Sorry. And terrible. (laughs) What? Sources. Let me do this again. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, it's you short. sound like Donald Duck. It's only it's <laughs> oh god, it's <laughs> <laughs> you did it so like Donald Duck. Hold on, do that, a, do. do that again I and say that's not like a drunk. What Donald are the Duck. kids' names? Shirley, Daffy, and Taffy, <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds. <laughs> all right. Anyway. The Panthers were aggressive. They actually neared a deal by the time they left the Senior Bowl. Several people involved thought they would be the winner of the Stafford sweepstakes. Uh, And then Stafford stepped in, consulted with his family. Family. He made it clear he wanted to go to the Rams, and so did his family. Family. Uh, suddenly, the Panthers, despite offering a prime first-round pick and t- Teddy Bridgewater, were out. Um, so, he goes to L.A. for two future first-round picks and Jared Goff. Uh, the other offers for Stafford were large. Multiple high picks from most teams, including the Colts, the Broncos, and the Washington football team. In fact, the Chicago Bears made it clear that they were in the mix for Matthew Stafford. Uh, the 49ers never made a formal offer. Neither did the Jets. So there was a time 
And I guess if the the Rams had no interest in making a deal, Matthew Stafford would have been a Carolina Panther. Now, the Panthers would not be playing in the Super Bowl if Matthew Stafford was the quarterback, but what do you project their record would have been, Chandler, with Matthew Stafford? Uh, I would say closer to They would to have started 3-0. and So how many wins could they have gotten after that 3-0 and start? Well. You said 8 or 9? Yeah. Maybe a 9-8 and season? Like a 9-8. and eight, 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 eight and 9, 9-8, nine somewhere around there. So, as we look at the playoffs this year, the Philadelphia Eagles were a wild card at 9-8. and eight. You lost to the Eagles. You probably you, you win that game with Stafford. You're in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're, you're facing off against Tom Brady and the Bucks in the playoffs. Yep. With Matthew Stafford. Yep. Just NFC South showdown in the wild... Wild card? Wild card. These things aren't necessarily fun to do, but I do find them interesting. What ifs? Especially when it's close like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was the guy who wanted Stafford all offseason, could have landed right there in Chandler's lap and said, you get Sam Darnett. And here we are. Hmm. So anyway, what are you looking at, breaking news boy? Well, I was just given uh, a tweet on my desk. Uh-oh, on the Chandler Honeycutt breaking news desk? That is the one. Jared Greenberg tweets out tonight exclusive, exclusively on the NBA app. Watch the biggest moments of the night as they happen live on hashtag crunch time join steve smith and me as we give you the nba's version of red zone Mm. starting at 8 30 p.m now i have been clamoring for a college basketball red zone so this is the app this is available to everyone tonight exclusively on the nba app all right i'm my commercial uh, free is what my uh counterpart said i'm i'm not gonna watch it but you guys do it and tell me how it goes any my roommate's of, a big NBA fan. I'm gonna have to tell. This him is right this up season. his alley. Um, he probably already knows about it. He might have came up with it. We, like he's he is really a big NBA fan. We gotta get some kind of college basketball red zone soon with all the plus and three and these games they offer. Put it on ESPN Plus. I'll pay for it. I'm already paying for it, and I would watch it. And you can't. You don't do it every night. You you do it like month. You do it. You definitely do the busiest it. Busiest night or day of the year. You definitely do it week. Saturday when all those games are going on. You skip Friday, you skip Sunday. I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Those seem to be the biggest college basketball days. Maybe a Thursday here or there. But uh, you got to get that done. All right, CJ, can you uh, come in here for a moment? I want to talk a little. Uh, I want Royal. to talk about how bad the Royal Rumble was. It was. It stunk. Why did it stink? I'll tell you in mere moments. Chandler, you didn't watch the Royal Rumble, did you? What do I look like? A smart person. You're supposed to fill that in with something after you say, "What do I look like?" So and so. So what do you finish your sentence? What do I look like? A wrestling fan. Thank you. I'll take that as a no. CJ is a big wrestling fan. You can check out the Pirate Radio Wrestling Podcast. Dropped episode two on Friday. Great interview with Summer Rae, who had a brief appearance in the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. She uh, did her thing. 
had a nice uh kick yeah the uh like kick to the back of the head in italian or was it natalia i don't remember but yeah it was cool i mean she was only in there what do you think maybe two or three minutes so the wwe just completely said we are going mainstream yep and ronda rousey was a surprise entrance into the women's royal rumble Mm -hmm. which you speculated would happen right yes and she won yes and then brock lesnar which you speculated would happen sure did what did you say the loser of brock roman was going to win the rumble right yes whichever whichever world champion. no 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 i'm sorry whichever chance yeah yeah yes, yeah yes. because brock fought bobby lashley yes roman, roman fought seth, seth rollins yeah you said whichever one didn't retain was going to win the rumble yes and it stinks that you and everybody else knew that was going to happen mm-hmm. and then you put that into my brain so i knew yeah that Brock Lesnar was about to come out and win the Royal Rumble. Right. Now, here's here's my question for you. Speaking in uh, kayfabe, well, you know what kayfabe is. Speaking in kayfabe, which is... Uh, Wrestling is 100% real. Yes. If Brock Lesnar just lost a match and maybe 45 minutes later entered the, entered the Royal Rumble, did they, did they start the Royal Rumble match with... 29 entrants ready and they were gonna have to go find somebody at number 30 so somebody got cut is what you're saying uh, or, maybe or, or they, maybe they just didn't have anybody ready <laughs> i like that you're looking at it like this <laughs> what? It's, it doesn't make any sense that's a great did brock lesnar so now tonight on raw they need to have a storyline of who brock lesnar took out of the match right to get himself in there um i'll just say like i had low expectations and even those were not met. No, I I don't blame you. It, I mean, you said it on the podcast. Um, you still watch the Royal Rumble pretty much yearly, right? Because yeah. no matter what the outcome may be, the match itself can still be entertaining. You can still get uh, cool surprise entrances. You can get cool spots. Uh, just a bunch of great wrestlers doing their thing. And even if the finish to the match isn't the best, you still had you know the whole meat of the match to look forward to and you didn't even well i didn't either we didn't even get that um the only surprise entrance was shane mcmahon and i'm not excited about that no i kind of did like for the uh music and the that i got excited about that yeah but then when i realized what was happening i was not excited at all right it's really bad when the best part of of the rumble was johnny knoxville taking bumps yep and bad bunny who i still don't know what that is outside of wwe looking good in the ring yeah another it's funny to me that the only person in wwe that's allowed to do a canadian destroyer is bad bunny what is that move it's the one it's the one where he sets you up like you're going to do a power bomb but he does that flip uh, and it turns into a pile driver so they don't let real trained wrestlers do it but they let the what is he a music star yes yeah bad bunny um they did not have any like surprise legends they did not have any and and by the way like i didn't know some of the guys and that's fine because i hadn't been watching maybe these guys are good but i didn't know a lot of the people that were in this rumble right there was no star power and it really made me think that wwe is in trouble yes if this is their big show and their time to shine and this is the what they put on either a they are not concerned about AEW at all and can figure they can just go out there and put some crap on TV or 
this is the best they have to offer right now. Right. And that's the thing, right? You knew none of – well, you I mean, obviously you knew some of the big names that came out there. Um, otherwise, like you said, you didn't know a lot of the names. A lot of the uh, – a lot of people's music, when it hit, you probably had no idea nope. who it was. You I had, had to, to look at the Titan Tron to see. Um, and it's funny, you can do a Royal Rumble to showcase how strong your roster is if you have a strong roster. This might be the weakest roster they've had in well over a decade. Which is crazy to me. Well, they still have guys like, where was Cesaro? Where was Cesaro? Where was uh, Finn Balor? Uh, really, I mean... There were only a few guys that were missing that were really noticeable, and that's the worst part is you had 30 people uh, used almost your entire male roster, and we can only think of a few more guys that weren't in it. The roster is incredibly small. Man, so now you're just set up for like more Roman Reigns and Lesnar? Yes. More, what, Charlotte and Rousey or whatever? I think Becky? so. I mean, yeah. it's just like it was three years ago. You can't do the same thing every year and expect people to keep buying your show. Now, here's the problem. I have Peacock. What am I supposed to do? Get rid of Peacock? George Lopez is on Peacock. You like that show? Never seen it. Oh, never mind then. Never seen the George Lopez show. Chandler, didn't you say uh, you knew somebody who had Peacock? Um, Only because of George Lopez? Well, no. I was going to ask if Chandler knew any good shows on Peacock. Because there's other stuff you can watch. I got Peacock so I could watch Tombstone, and now I can't even... Not Tombstone. (laughs) Yellowstone. (laughs) Yeah, my roommate has Peacock. And I don't watch any shows on it, but I, I used it because you can get the uh, Sunday NFL game, the night game. On oh, Peacock. okay. So that's the only time I would hop on Peacock. Uh, Peacock. But okay. now you can't watch the new episodes of Yellowstone. The whole thing's I mean, it's stupid. Or was that Paramount? I don't know. I got all this crap, remember. and There's I can't. So many of them. I just hate it. It's just so like, they're lucky. They're they're lucky. The that Peacock's only five bucks because yeah, I don't even want it anymore. I I'm so bored of it. Just I can't keep watching the same thing over and over again, which that's why I switched over to watching AEW more and well, a this lot of is us what, the same way. This is what wrestling fans do. They complain about it and just keep buying it. I yeah. love this. That's that's a vicious it, cycle. I, I love bashing Peacock. I hate Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's so stupid. <laughs> stupid Peacock. <laughs> All right. What's your beef? What's your beef? Uh, peacock. Boycott Peacock. Boycott Peacock. Hashtag it. Let's get it going. I like it. All right. So absolutely nothing to look forward to tonight on Raw, right? No. No. What in the world? I don't even know what's on the show. You know, they announced, I think the whole card for AEW Dynamite on Wednesday is already announced. I don't know if there's a single match announced tonight for Raw, and it happens in five hours. Well, I saw Steve say this, and I still go to Reddit and read like what's happening and stuff. Apparently, the um, Matt Riddle was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. I saw that as well. well what, I, what changed? Why not do that? I don't know. Why Why take the win away from one of your up-and-coming A stars? young guy, up-and-comer. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Brock Lesnar it is. Why do you have a military bowl hoodie? Is that like a joke? it's comfortable did you get it when you thought the game was going to happen oh yeah 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 i've i had it like the week before the game all right we just kept uh we stayed up in dc a few a few days after the game was supposed to happen uh as i'm sure plenty of people did we saw a lot of people walking around wearing this exact uh hoodie so now it's like it's one of those shirts that gets sent to an impoverished country after a losing team yeah 
like loses the championship and they get their championship gear yeah they, the military bowl that never happened all those people probably think the chiefs are a great team two, i mean I, I, the buffalo bills are the best team yeah, of all NFL history. i gifted my mother with a military bowl sweatshirt before or after it, it got canceled before okay okay i'm just asking but does she still wear it now while she watches peacock i don't know <laughs> i think she might have burned it what boycott peacock burn your military bowl gear yeah that's wow. what we're at burn it. burn it to the ground burn it all right let's uh take a break we'll come back thanks cj anything else good job on the pod aw dynamite this wednesday all right Minji's trivia dynamite there you go it's the trio it's perfect trio title we will take a time out come back have more for you on pirate radio live hour two rolls on after this PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now back to the show. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, CJ. Let's see if folks can hear this. This is a friend of the show, Dan Horde, voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats and Cincinnati Bengals. Man, did he miss a good college basketball game on Sunday. (laughs) I know he regrets it. (laughs) I know. I know that's what's going through his mind all week. Well, he could have called a last-second win by his Bearcats Mm -hmm. or a last-second win uh, by his Bengals. A win over the Chiefs in overtime. Here's the call from Dan Horde on Bengals Radio on Sunday. Participants of McPherson could send him to the Super Bowl. Four years ago, he was a senior in high school in tiny Fort Payne, Alabama. Now the Bengals Super Bowl chances rest on his right foot. The kick is up. Yeah. It yeah. is good. Coffin nails. Bam. 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 That is unbelievable. The Cincinnati Bengals come from behind on the road. Unbelievable, Dan. It is no fluke. It is a fact. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. Still sounds weird to hear those words in a sentence. Yeah. Remember going into playoffs, the um the the internet meme going around, nobody has ever texted anyone about the Bengals winning a playoff when game? they won the wild card they <laughs> tweeted out and said send that text yeah because uh it had been so long there was uh this, uh life has changed so much since the Bengals had had been anything in football and now they are in the super bowl taking on the rams i i was watching highlights of rams niners from yesterday and then it, on youtube on the tv up here and it auto played the next video, which is the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl 
from a couple of years ago. The Niners are up in the third quarter, and they're about to blow it. And I have seen tweets today about how Andy Reid has blown all these games, and that was followed up by a tweet of, well, what about Kyle Shanahan, offensive coordinator in that Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl, but also uh, blew a lead in this Super Bowl and blew a lead yesterday. And the crazy thing about it is the Niners are that team – built to if you got a lead we're not going to let you come back because we're going to run the ball and play defense yet for whatever reason kyle shanahan has now gotten the stigma that he is a a choker he blows late leads yeah so i don't know It, it happens to every team but once you do it in a big moment two three four times it starts to stick with you yeah i'm going i'm going to miss watching debo samuel i hate that we're not going to be able to watch him in the Super Bowl, but very uh, glad that Matt Stafford's going to have a chance at a Super Bowl. Um, I've seen a lot of people happy for Stafford and bummed that Odell Beckham gets to play in the Super Bowl after forcing his way out of Cleveland. He's done better since he's left, though. Oh, I mean, he's been huge. The Rams probably aren't there without him. Yep. I mean, Cooper Cup is all-world, and to prove he's all-world... He's putting up just massive numbers in the playoffs. Like, teams know it's coming. And and that's why I give Sean McVay a lot of credit. And I still give Shanahan a lot of credit with the way he uses Debo Samuel. When you know your best player is going to get the ball, when the opposing team knows that, and you're still able to do this. Yesterday, Cooper Cup had 11 catches Man. for 142 yards and two touchdowns. You know, last year we were talking about, um, you know, we were taking uh, – Damian Lillard's like points over. Uh yeah. I'm pretty sure, and I, I feel like every single time I took Cooper Cup's receptions props, he hit. It's like an automatic thing. It's like coop time or something like you that. You can't make those numbers too high for him. No. Now uh, in the Super Bowl, it's good. catches are going to be like eight and a half nine, yards. Maybe will be even nine. A hundred and. Do they go over 100? You almost have to, right? Like 107 and a half or whatever? His, uh, the receiving props for Sunday was 103 and a half. You're right. And they'll probably be bumped up even more by five yards or something. Yeah. Do you just blindly take them and say, let's go? I mean, definitely receptions. I mean, but y'all, I mean, you might as well go ahead and get yards too. Yeah. Because, I mean, they can find them deep down the field and oh. he can make plays down the field. He had one yesterday, and I got that Rams prop, that future – so I'm holding on to it. So I was pulling for them. They had two plays that I thought, okay, this is not their day. They're not going to win. One was Cup uh, dropping it when he had all that space in front of him. Yeah, I was like, well, that's going to hurt. And then the other one was Stafford throwing to that guy with the weird last name in the end zone, and the ball hits off his hands and his helmet. Yep, like just and he's wide open. Uh, now that Troy's here, it reminded me of. The Bears against the Saints last year in the playoffs. Troy, do you remember early in that game, guy was wide open in the end zone and dropped the ball? Yeah. In that uh, playoff game? It totally changed the outcome of that game. Because I if thought they, if the if the I forget which wide receiver it was that dropped it for the Bears, but they would have gone up on them early. And that kind of set the tone for that whole game. All I remember is that dropped pass, which would have been a touchdown. Yep. And then, like, the Nickelodeon slime all over that game. Remember it was the first Nick game? That's right. 
that's what i remember by that game i'm trying to find the name of that unfortunate receiver that dropped that ball um he also might have been the same guy that got ejected in that game i think it was he had a real attitude problem they ended up cutting him if i'm not mistaken um and he's off the team now but yeah he did he did he had a uh unsportsmanlike conduct penalty he had problems earlier in the season yeah i can't remember who it was i can't find it at the moment but that good, drop good, good recall though clip ah javon wims yeah there it is where's is he now uh i was reminded of him yesterday and thought okay the rams are screwed after that uh touchdown drop javon wims let's uh take a tell uh, look at the tape on wims he played uh oh he did not play in 2021 yeah so he might be kind of out of the league he dropped himself right out of the league yeah with an attitude problem like that there's too many other players ready to take your job and once you're out a season like that it's hard to get back in he's out um we will talk more nfl we'll talk some ecu uh, a lot to hit with troy d coming up in hour three of the program i heard the play-by-play cut from uh, dan horde dan horde and the cincinnati guys that drives me crazy i don't know if you have time to play it one more time for people that might have just gotten their cars or just tuned in um the the color analyst you're a pro like i get it like chandler does some high school stuff on the side back in his hometown if the color analyst talks over it's high school you know you're almost at a volunteer level it still irritates point. me right but i'll give him a pass on the high school stuff these guys they're in the nfl there's only 32 jobs like this play-by-play or color analyst why are you talking like this guy should be a pro quit talking over the guy like you're a 12 year old bang bang but even before that he's like oh yeah i I'm, i hear you i understand it i'll give him the bang 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 after the guy gets done with the call but don't talk over him while he's making the call listen to it you were a big pro bowl participants and mcpherson could send him to the super bowl four years ago he was a senior in high school in tiny fort Payne, alabama now the bengal super bowl chances rest on his right foot the kick is up yeah yeah yeah. The guy yeah. doesn't even let him make the call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, let's see. <laughs> like, Did he the, make it? Shut the hell up. Let the play-by-play guy do his job, then you do your job. They're going to look at it. That is a huge pet peeve of mine. I understand. Grinds my gears, Cliff. My only argument, it's not really an argument. It's just uh, an excuse or reason. It's the Bengals. He's been calling losing games for decades, and he finally, it, it's excitement. I don't know. But I hear you. Let the play-by-play man do the play-by-play. Yeah, and I, I, I really, especially on a pro level, you know, I'll give uh, Michael uh, Perry a pass because I mean this is his first year. He's coming out of coaching. He's not a seasoned veteran doing this. He gets a little anxious sometimes. I, I, I'll give him a, I'll give him a do-over. Is what I'm saying. If he can, it's a teachable moment. But these guys, they're pros. That's all they do. Dave Lapham. Is on Troy's bleep list. You're on the list. <laughs> he just made the list. <laughs> he just made the list. All right, let's Jack, uh, of jackass broadcasters. <laughs> I've got to go through every list. broadcast ever done to see if that's or like every game winning radio call and uh, find out who the analyst is and if they like you know stumble over the play by play guy. Do you believe in con- miracles? Let's see. Hold, well, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold I got to contact Troy and say, "Hey, this guy's your guy." 
put him on your list. He's on the list. All right, let's take a time out. We'll come back. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live on the way. A lot to get to. Also, we'll make you a winner coming up in hour three. It's all ahead. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now back to the show. Here's Clip Brock. All right. Thank you, CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt, Shirley Rhodes. Troy D, to my left, here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We were just talking tiebreakers during the break, Troy. Coming up Saturday... We've got another Pirate Radio watch-along as we will be watching East Carolina take on Tulane. That will be brought to you by Tiebreakers. So we'll be enjoying some Tiebreakers food. we got some giveaways and a lot of fun coming up this Saturday afternoon. Sounds good. I'm working the early shift today and the late shift. You're working the weekend shift. That is correct. Yeah. All we do is work, work, All we work. Do. Work, work, work. Troy, making you pay, sure you paid people attention, know. Susan? People know he was working early this morning. I was. I he was here. I was, Mon- by Monday, the way, Susan. Mondays I am here early. By the way, Susan, I was here too. Quit yelling. I was here, here too. <laughs> way to go. We got a no, lot of I'm worker not. bees. You weren't here when Susan was here. No. Yeah, I was. We were in the conference room. No, that was. she came in before you. Oh. Yeah. I was on the way to work, Susan. <laughs> I was on the way Stuck to in work. traffic. Me and Ellerby met before you ever got here. Oh. You were probably still laying in bed when we were talking. Oh, no. I was on the way to work. To work. The morning shift. All right. All right. We need a punch-in clock so we can confirm. We're all here now. Speaking of confirming, um, Shirley... Do we have the, uh, we had something we needed to take care of today. Yeah, what is this alleged, is this, now, did you? You're in trouble, bud. Because um, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And I are, I have a response. Good, I'm, good. Because you are the keeper of guarantees. You take yeah, but these things very you, seriously. What do they call that? Like, is this like a deep fake? Have you edited audio? Because I really don't remember guaranteeing anything i know you don't but but then, oh, i'm asking is this real or did you manipulate it this is real no this is completely Y'all watch real. me do this earlier today I, okay he, all he, right that's all i'm asking verbatim okay. and then we'll get to your your you, okay. you already have your pr team working on a response <laughs> well, i just had a feeling you mentioned this on thursday yeah i, I was kind of like, warning you that you know yeah. i mentioned it friday because you said this on thursday Right. Uh, and I only do this because you take guarantees so I, seriously. I do. You are the keeper of guarantees. Yes. So uh, this is from Thursday's show with Tony Collins. All right. <laughs> ECU back at home Saturday clip? Sunday at noon. Sunday. Sunday Cincinnati. Noon. Would you like to go? To the game on Sunday? Yeah. You invited me? Yes. Hell yeah. All right, done. <laughs> I guarantee. Wait I'll a minute. Tony what, doing what the time game no, Sunday. What time no. football starts? Not, not till later, right? Oh, boy. All right. I will guarantee I'll take Tony to the game if Tony wants to go to the game. 
I mean, I, you can backtrack yeah. all you want. You have a busted guarantee, Troy. All I right. guarantee I will take Tony to the game on Sunday. All right. I've got a official response because at 9, 12 a.m., I sent a text to Tony to remind him about, you know how he needs to be reminded about stuff. Oh, I forgot to remind you to remind him. And I did it anyway. <laughs> I did say when you text me. <laughs> I, I was supposed to remind I know, you. But it's all right. I, so I, we've got this text dialogue. I can read me and you could be Tony. Could you do Tony and Tony, like ask Tony? I'll do it. None of this matters, but no, I'll just, do it. I know. Because I have a response after this response. Okay. <laughs> Not nine twelve. I'm I'm the one in blue. Do you still want to go to the ECU basketball game today? Damn, I forgot all about that. <laughs> so, do you still want to go or not? Nope. <laughs> Thumbs down. I said okay. Well, just for the record, I had tickets to the game for you and was going to drive you there too. What service? Might have even gotten you a popcorn if you behaved yourself. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Clip said I guaranteed I would bring you to the game, but I don't remember that. But if I did, this busted guarantee is on you as I tried. Thumbs up. Stop texting me. Don't care. <laughs> he didn't say that. No, he just gave a thumbs up emoji. I said, so you're... Oh, th- they said thumbs up. So I said, so you're... So now you're good to go to the game, right? I thought <laughs> now it meant, he's confusing you. Yeah, now it's mixed signals. I thought he meant like I'm good to go. Use your words. So, I said, so now you're good to go to the game, right? Question mark. You made a commitment. You're not backing out of commitment, are you? What time should I be there? My house? So you want to go or not? (laughs) Would Trudy like to go with us too? I have an extra ticket. That will be a no. I apologize, man. Went out last night, had a real good time. I got to recover. I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) It comes out. No worries, bro. I went out last night, too. You should have told me we could have met up. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, I tried to take Tony. I offered to take Tony and his wife, by the way. Thought uh, I love hanging out with Trudy. I thought, you know what? Maybe she's not feeling included. We need to include her. Offered to drive them. Very thoughtful. Uh, even a potential popcorn at the game, because I thought that would have been good show material. Wow. Even if it set me back five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. This is not on you. Yeah, this is not on me. I, tr- I And that was it wasn't like after the fact, oh, I, you forgot. Like, I can't blame. I texted him at nine, so he'd I get be ready. It. I get it. Yeah. The problem is. I, I, I'm stunned. I must have been like, it must have been a cold day that day. Because I don't drop the G word lightly. Yeah, it's still your so, guarantee. This yeah. is like Tony. Well, what I don't try not to do is guarantee things for uh, like other people control. Like that's Tony's decision whether he goes to the game. That I is literally what you did. I should guarantee whether I go to the game or not, which I did not even do. I guaranteed that I'd take Tony. Right. Yeah, which I can't control. Exactly. Right. And so, Tony can't control these games he guarantees. Well, that's true. It's yeah. all the same. Yeah. Tony has a busted guarantee, too, because he guaranteed the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. Right. So He has so many busted guarantees, it's in a thousand pieces down here. Now, Thursday, you guys can discuss what you have to do since you both have a busted guarantee on the table. All right. I say we shave our heads. <laughs> All the way? Yeah. To the bone. Wait. No. Well, it's the skin. You have to grow hair for six well, months. Well, it's getting a little fuzzy up top. Here. And see what happens. I'm, I'm due. So. All right. Anyway, just wanted to get that. So I, out try, there. I tried to get Tony there. I tried to take some other friends, and uh, I couldn't get any takers. All right. Well, I went to you went to no game. I went to one half. Chandler stayed for the whole game. Yeah. So we got it covered here. Me and your dad did. He stayed the whole game. He did. Huh. All right. Well, I didn't make it. I didn't make it the whole half. Yeah. Was it your daughter that wanted to get out of there? I heard. 
well honestly i didn't even ask her i kind of took that upon myself mm-hmm. to made an executive decision yeah go grab executive some lunch dad decision head home she did not complain though right no not at all yeah. she's a you want to go at half we're gonna go at half okay she's a tony college shocked. she's a one half right? yeah that's fair I, i'm very shocked that she wanted to leave she looked like she was so excited to be there. <laughs> yeah uh but she likes the people watch on the way home she tells me about all the people she recognized from her school oh okay so she that's what she enjoys doing just looking around creeping looking at people well people watching is part of the experience it is i like to watch the people on the court she prefers the ones in the seat <laughs> i find myself at basketball games doing the same thing that doesn't shock me yeah and then usually i end up taking pictures of them and sending them to them go you're busted you go, for uh, what for being at the game <laughs> kind of like you did kind of like you yes, yes like me is, clip yeah. and billy kind of my move yeah like is. i look over there i'm i'm people watching i'm looking around the, it was like pre-game warm-ups i look to my left and there's a man with a phone <laughs> taking a picture yeah. taking it and I, it was kind of covering your face so it was kind of weird yeah. i was like there's a guy over there taking our picture yeah. i'm like the tmz for I'm like, Who's pirate this nation creep? yeah I'll little did i know it'd be I'll Troy find you and i'll put you out there there you go yeah. pirates lose talked to joe dooley earlier as uh <laughs> i said coach how you doing hanging in there clip about all you can say after a uh, a losing streak and you lose one right at the end yesterday they had it too right there one tough break had to get a rebound couldn't get the rebound yeah now uh they will take on temple coming up wednesday night any guarantees uh oh no about but you, I, you other than the one? houston game these games are very competitive yeah you know yeah and i still, they, I they still feel imagine I, mean, I know you can't pin it on one player but if suggs was back i think it'll be a big big deal it would help it might have been the tipping point that put that type of game is as a win instead of a loss could be any word on when he's coming back i haven't uh joe dooley gave us no he said indication hopefully soon he said so, he's gonna be out we gotta get the sug boat out of port i know and back sailing again it's really depressing like to hear it at the beginning of every show to even to get tweets and take like yeah it's just sad yeah can't, can't, even, can't even hear the song or can we Let's see what CJ I can, can find do. it. Yeah, about seven minutes from now, <laughs> get ready because it's coming. I well, there's say, so much stuff on here. Yeah, well, you got to do your homework, CJ. Maybe you need to come in a little earlier, stay late, study all the where all the keys are, where all the sound effects are. Show up I early. Found this. What? Sub, sub. There's that. Yeah, we do have that. But in his defense, this is the first day we're letting him ride on the audio side, right? First hour in. Yeah. Fact. Okay. Well, you're doing good for your first. I'll, I'll give you. Some you know once again he's doing all right give you a little bit of grace here uh troy uh you did now did you uh and tony ever finalize your bet because part of the clip i left out there i only wanted to use the part to shame you right the part to boost you would have been after tony guaranteeing the chiefs you said i bet you're wrong yes i will take the Bengals. i love the Bengals on that bet now i do and think I, you had the niners i did the niners I, I had Bengals niners in the super bowl but did so. uh tony take you up on your Bengals bet? no he ah. did not so he's all talk all talk that tony all talk Collins. tony that'd be a good nickname for him said touchdown tony all talk tony remember that for thursday yeah i'll remind you to remember right. that. yeah will you text me that <laughs> yeah if you <laughs> remind me to text you here's what you need to do send me a text remember to remind all talk tony to come to the show uh, i'll do that and then i'll on, have it yeah on around thursday. lunch on thursday yeah, be perfect yeah. all right good deal so uh but i do i still think um I, you know the 49ers could have won that game i mean let's be honest that was another one play here one play there they could win that game yeah the chiefs could have won their game against yeah the true i mean all these games have been incredibly close 
But um, I love the Bengals story at this point. You know? I think I'm going to go on the Bengals bandwagon here and just try and see if they can see it through. It is uh, definitely a Cinderella story. Not only the franchise, who hasn't won anything in forever, but they've been bad in recent memory. They get their quarterback, and here they are. Boy, guy knows how to win, doesn't he? What about a story? Burrow's numbers, I keep bringing this up every week because it keeps coming true. There was a stat before the playoffs started about him in like elimination games in high school and then at LSU. Yeah. And I mean, every he's level. undefeated. Every level, he's, so, he gets it done. And, you know, he does it. And I was talking to uh, someone at ECU about this earlier today. He, it's it's not like – it's it's not super cocky, but it's confident. It's almost like this kind of confident cocky, but he backs it up where he's not annoying. Like, he doesn't get under your skin like some of these quarterbacks in the past that have been, you know, just arrogant and you don't want to pull for. Are you like, talking about Cam Newton? I'm not naming names. Uh, okay. But I'm just saying he comes across as someone that you could still like. You know? Yeah, we were talking about that last week, how he like even the cigar after winning the LSU mm-hmm. game. Like I feel like he was just there doing that and somebody took a picture Correct. of it. Like it's not it wasn't hey, it's not stage. I'm Correct. about to go sit over here and do like this, take a picture. Right. Correct. I feel like everything he does is pretty natural. Correct. I agree with you. And he is cocky but like you said it's a natural it's not over the top yeah in your face he is who he is yeah and right now he's a winner and has been yeah i don't know it'd be hard to bet against him right now the uh i tell you what i feel a world better than i did last friday after you guys gaslighted me you guys again not See, you no. clip not yeah. you thank you you guys being them not you them guys all of y'all. I said like one thing. Oh, and, all you, everyone else Ellerby. in the building. I know what you guys were doing. It's and I your fault for it. even the fish. For it. I did. I ju- it, it's I, your did. fault for falling for it. I wanted I, my goal was to have you freak out like I did last and week, it, and I and did. You gave all right, me so hell. Here's, here's the deal. If you'd have been at work early, maybe you could have avoided that being <laughs> tweeted. <laughs> So, we should we recap for someone that might have missed that story Friday. We we tweeted and put out a story. We be in Pirate Radio. Pirate Radio. Our team, one of our team members team. that should remain team. nameless, put out a story written by some no name with like not even a media outlet. I don't even know where this thing came from. That Scotty Montgomery was on the list to be the Bears offensive court like in, in the hunt. Meanwhile, it's not being reported by any other media outlet. He doesn't even get an interview like he did with the Panthers, by the way. He was a legit candidate with the Panthers. He got, yes, got that interviewed was twice. Did not get an interview with the Bears, was not on any list that I saw from any other media outlets. But I so, like, I just read the caption without clicking the link and I, like, went into freakout mode. Well, I think there's a lesson there. Yes. So, kids, don't overreact to just a social media post, take time to investigate it. And make sure the story's legit because the story wasn't legit. We went on to hire a guy from the Green Bay Well, it wasn't Packers. a you didn't story, do. though. It was it, just, hey, here's it was 13 opinion, names. It was someone's opinion. It's like when it's no different than Clip Rock writing it and putting it out there, and it would be Clip Rock News and someone links to it. Clip Rock, it's Clip Rock News reporting that Scotty Montgomery on the list. It would be like, so right now we have a coach. We don't have a name for a team. I put out 13 potential names. Right. And you took one of them like the like Troy sucks. I, you know, you took one of them and were like, "This is going to be one of the names." Like, no, it's just a list. It's just something I came up with. It's nothing. This guy saw some coaches' names and made a, made them into a list. And yeah, you I thought the you list was reasonable, but you probably weren't the only one that had that reaction. Yeah, but it was nothing. I told you it was a nothing burger. But um, Tony 
from the Panthers chat. I just want Tony Dunn. Tony Dunn. Tony Dunn. Wrote such a good article blasting of reasons why the Panthers shouldn't hire. I told him you enjoyed that. No, and I, I was getting ready to use that article to send to all the media guys in Chicago. <laughs> if it if he actually got an interview, then I was like, okay, we got to ratchet up the the threat here. Like this is this is becoming a little too real. We got to get the word out. And I thought he did such a good job of outline out out outlining why he should not be the offense coordinator for the Panthers. You could use that same information for the Bears if it got to that point. But I was going to use his as like the uh, the information behind it because he had it all documented. Well, you know, And I'm not saying he can't be a great offense coordinator one day. He might be. And I have nothing against if he does. That's fine. I just don't want him to be with my team. Well, he's not. Yes. So I saw you at Tiebreakers yesterday. We were watching football. You had that hat on yesterday. You have yep. it on again today. Is it because it's, there's a new start it, in Chicago with a, a head coach? Start. Honestly, I feel born again or, with the or Bears. Is it because I, y'all didn't born hire again Bears. Bears. I am. I have been redeemed. I said all along, I can't get it. If they kept the same jerks as head coach and GM, I was off the bandwagon. Matt and Ryan out. Matt, Matt and Ryan, Ryan in. in. New Matt and Ryan. New Matt and Ryan. You know you need is your quarterback, Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect fit. Get rid of Fields, bring in Matt and Ryan to play for Matt and Ryan. Uh, I, I don't know how you could have any better synergy than that. It'd be absolutely amazing. Uh, now, they sign every other quarterback. Why not put him on the roster? Um, but anyway, no, I feel like it's a new day with the Bears. You know, new staff. New, they, they, and they've really cleaned house the whole behind-the-scenes organization. You know, they're bringing in all new people running the Bears behind the scenes. So I feel, you know, the, the other guys are kind of taking a step back, letting them do their job, which is like the first time in history. Uh, the other guys, I'm talking about the ownership of the Bears. Well, Troy, you know who's not going to be – the Bears head coach Jim Harbaugh. I know. Did, did, did they hire him at the Vikings? Well, if you get, uh, according to sportsbetting.ag for the odds for the next Dolphins head coach, Jim Harbaugh is minus 200. Yeah, I don't know. You know, obviously, you guys know I would have loved to see him back with the Bears. He was a quarterback with the Bears, has a history there. Um, I don't, I read the article that they had some phone conversation and it was just short. So I don't know whether. There's animosity from the ownership side of the Bears towards him, or toward him towards the Bears. It could be that way. I don't want to be there. You know, from his perspective, there's something that didn't match up because this would have been the perfect timing to do it. And I think he's he said he's interested in coming back to the NFL. He has proven success in the NFL, and he has the Bear the Chicago connection. Yeah, I was a little disappointed they didn't bring him in as an official candidate. You know, but I don't, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with all that stuff. Vikings are out there. But there's a lot of people that can't stand Jim Harbaugh. So, which I said earlier, it, it might be easier if Aaron Rodgers leaves to go to the Vikings now and be their coach and try to win. Uh, to which I think it was Dustin responded in YouTube. What if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Dolphins? Well, then you would want to coach the Dolphins. So I don't know. Maybe Harbaugh is looking at at quarterback stuff here. Speaking of quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo. Loses with the Niners yesterday. Jimmy Garoppolo's next team's odds are available. And the top leading teams on that list, the Steelers and Washington. Hmm. Now, tomorrow's a big day clip. Washington. Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. You're right. Wednesday's a big day. They dropped the new name. 
I, I, I thought it was going to be perfect. I thought it was going to be the Washington Groundhogs well, on Groundhog Day. Wednesday is Groundhog Yes. Okay. Let's stick with that then. <laughs> Washington Groundhogs. Yeah. That's why they're doing it on the second. That's funny. Six more weeks of losing. Wow. All right. Get it in. It's good stuff. <laughs> Got to teach them where the rim shot is. No, you don't. But boom. You're Who good. doesn't? Six more weeks of losing, huh? Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. That would be an effort. Hey, I've never heard of a team that's the Groundhogs, unless there's some minor league baseball team that has it, as far as professional teams. You it's know. not intimidating. The Groundhogs? No. I think it would be cute. This Commanders? Are you intimidated? I'm going to command you. Now, what do, do you think What do you think it's going to be? It looks like Commanders. You think so? I, I can't mean, tell like what's leaking out intentionally and by uh, accident or you know, as, a mis, as a misdirection or what's real. I'm so tired of it at this point. Everybody's going to have their jokes. I think there's so many different leaks out there as far as the name. Now you can't believe any of them. I know. I don't. Washington's not smart enough to do anything like that. And <laughs> Joe Theismann certainly isn't smart enough to hide it. He went on a show today saying, I think the fans are going to like Commanders. Oh, he did? Out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know what he knows, but he, if you follow him on Twitter, no, he's not the brightest bulb <laughs> in the lamp. Well, I don't. Washington Commanders. Yeah. I just I don't know like I liked keeping it some type of R name I really did, where you'd have the R hat I know. keep that I, I thought that had some synergy to it, and you still have the history of keeping the R because you could just have the R as the logo that stays. I was fine on Red Wolves if they yeah. were on that route, but red, red Birds, Red Hawks. I mean Red Hogs if you want to red use ho- the R. I thought hogs. that would have been really cool a Red Hog. You come up with a new Hog logo, yeah, like that would have been unique. And have tied back to the history and tradition of the with Washington the Hawks, Redskins. With the O-line, yeah. Absolutely. Like, to me, that would really... But see, that would take someone that's a true <clears throat> Washington fan to understand. Like, I don't know if Daniel Snyder is a true fan of the team. Are like, you joking? What, do, <sighs> He's like the ultimate fan. He is... That's... Yes. It's his I mean, dream... Yeah, he was a fan But how, why, how can he make such bad decisions then all the time? I mean, I just don't like because he's a has being a fan has nothing to do with making good decisions. Yeah, I guess so. I it's sometimes you just wonder whether he's well trying to mess things up. I don't know. It's uh, look uh, whatever. It commanders. uh, Okay, I like it more than admirals. That was not admirals. That makes zero sense. I don't know. I'm sold on red hogs. That'd be cool. I don't think that's a possibility though. So my mind is set on commanders. And I'm okay. Whatever. It's fine. Will you still refer to them as the Washington football team? No, if they have a name, I'll call them the Commanders. I'm already ready to call them the Manders. The Manders. The Durs. <laughs> Whatever. The Cams. Yeah. Cam. I'll accidentally call them the Skins sometimes. I might call them the team accidentally one time. I don't know. I'll probably cuss them quite a bit. Whatever. Commanders. All right. Go Durs. All right, take us to break. We'll come back. We'll have more for you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Last day of January, Clip Rock. That's right. This month is flying by. This month's going to be over before you know it. We're down to the final moments in January, folks. The countdown clock is ticking. If you had stuff to do in January, you better get it done tonight. I'm going to create a new holiday called New Month. Happy New Month. Stop it. It is New Year's Eve of February right now. Stop it. I'm trying to finish my point before you hijack my idea. That's a huge point. He's yeah, this hold is on, my, hold no, on. I said it first. I said it <laughs> Bam, wham, bam. It's New Year's Eve for February. I say we start a new celebration every new, every month Eve. I already said that. <laughs> 
see? So I knew you'd see I already said it. Try to steal my thunder. Here comes February. If you're listening to Encore, too late. We're already here. What? Happy February, everybody. I'm back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center of Greenville. New extended care clinic is now open Saturday and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m so you can avoid the emergency department for any urgent orthopedics care. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Orthopedics East, providing services to Eastern North Carolina and the Pirate Nation for more than 35 years. Now let's head back into the show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, they're showing one of Troy's favorite football fiancés. I'm Mark Safe today from (laughs) the antics of Jackson Mahomes and also Brittany future Mahomes. They were just showing the fiance. We're watching an old yeah. uh, Super Bowl highlights here. About a thousand fans below are, are thankful they didn't have champagne sprayed all on them. Yeah. Guess again! No, Whatever uh, she said. No TikToking in the Super Bowl. Oh, thank goodness. So, uh, you, I mean, Juju <laughs> Smith-Schuster might show up. He is not playing in the Super Bowl. He can still go and do TikToks. Thank well, you. Well, anybody can, but nobody... You know, they're out of it at least Thank and God. that was a good Thank impersonation God. by uh his fiance by the way yes, did you hear uh and you do a great uh tony collins clip rock from earlier i nah. meant to compliment you when in we were the house the text when we were reading that back and forth. who's our quarterback you did a pretty good tony I, take a compliment uh, for, thank you did yeah. you hear uh chandler's gary hahn the other day <laughs> I did not. Uh-huh. From now, State. you know Gary Hahn. Yeah, yes, NC I know State. Gary. I've had him on the show before. Sure. I actually, and I'll listen, I'm an East Carolina guy. <laughs> I like, I'll go ahead and admit it. I like Gary Hahn. I think he does a good job. Okay. Is he still well, on the you, State Troy. broadcast? He, does, he still does it. Okay. Yeah. Gary Hahn, he's been, he's kind of like Jeff Charles. Yeah. He's been there for decades. He's you know, the voice of the Wolfpack. And I, I don't know how many years now. I don't know if he has more years than Jeff or not. That's a good question. Um, but we found this out off the air, and it entertained me, so I thought we'd brought it, bring it to the air. We did it on Friday, and we got to let Troy hear it because he's I, I familiar with Gary on. Oh, yeah. Let's go down to the sideline to Tony. Tony. Let's go down to the sideline to Tony Haynes. Tony. Touchdown State! <laughs> that is a pretty good... <laughs> hit, me, hit me with another touchdown State. Touchdown State! <laughs> That's a pretty good Gary Hahn. Scott Wood in the corner for three. Got it. He does. I really Damn, like Gary. That on. is good. Yeah. Well, my favorite. My favorite. Brian Norris Tony Haynes. Brian Norris said if he if Gary Hahn ever has a medical emergency, <laughs> we Chandler. Chandler can fill in. And I well, guarantee you, eighty yeah. percent of the state fans wouldn't know any different. <laughs> like, what was the movie with the president? The president had to leave, or the president had a stroke or something. They had his impersonator come in. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do with Gary. Yeah. yeah. Let's go down to Tony Haynes on the sideline, Tony. <laughs> This is a, and the Wolfpack's in the KSIH red zone. 
<laughs> that is pretty damn good. And that's another first horizon first down. <laughs> I mean, again, like I said on Friday, this you probably you got to be like a state person. Or this entertains me and yeah. three other oh, people. Yeah. But, but Troy's it, one of those people. Oh yeah, that, I appreciate that. That's yeah. good stuff right there. And there's enough people. He's been around long enough. Even if you don't like state, you've probably come across him by accident. Uh, but there's enough people that listen to us that like state that they, that's pretty good right there. Tony Haynes you know. on the sideline. Tony Haynes. Let's go to Tony Haynes on the sideline. Did we find out how long he's been there? On the Wolfpack Radio Network. <laughs> also, now, I, hey, look. Also, people do now this. Now we, we got to get Tony Haynes on the show this year because we play. We open That's up right. against State. We'll get him. Can I want to? Can we all be a part of that? Oh interview? God! Let's go to Tony on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Tony. <laughs> we can have Tony Haynes. We can have real Tony talk to faux Tony. Well, this is Gary Hahn. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, faux Gary. Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. You can talk to Tony Collins, Tony. Tony. <laughs> yeah, can you do it, Tony Haynes? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Hahn's been the voice of the Wolfpack Troy D since 1991. Okay, so uh, Jeff Charles has got him. Jeff's hit Jeff, his 30. Jeff years, came right? here, I believe, in, eight, I want to say, 87, oh. 86, so 87, Gary, or 88. Gary called the Peach Bowl. He did. Yeah. They're going to go. They're going to go for it here. They're going to go for the tie. Here comes the kicker. They brought the kicker out. Snap, hold, kick, up. And he missed it. He missed it wide right. And the Wolfpack lose to the Pirates. Jeff but anyway, Touchdown State! <laughs> uh, I should Charles. know this. I know it was late 80s, but it was, uh, he beat me by a year. I want to say 88. I'm going to say 80. I'm going to go 88. Survey says? I think it was 88. Yeah, 1988. I don't, I don't have it here. All right, I'm going to text Jeff. Go to the source. How about that? Yeah. How unusual in this day and age? Text Tom McClellan and ask him. Just went and bothered him. You may voice text it so I can save time. How about we go down to Tony Haynes on the sideline? Tony. Jeff, Cliff, Cliff wants to know what it was your first year at ECU. I said 1988. Why are you saying I want to know? Just as a joke. Because he's more apt to answer if you want to know yeah, as opposed so. to Troy. Tell Clint, tell that jabroni. He should already know that. <laughs> what are you two jabronis doing down here? <laughs> Why are you talking about me on the air? So there you go. Uh, Jeff will be on the call Wednesday night. Pirates and Temple as the uh, the Owls come to Greenville. I talked about this before. There's no other human on the face of the earth that has seen more ECU basketball games in person than Jeff Charles. That is correct. Isn't that incredible? Like, there's no one that has seen more basketball games. Like, he's in the ECU. Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, like, the most witnessed ECU basketball. Yeah, I'm not talking about on TV. I'm talking about in person. Nobody. How about football? Do you think uh, there's somebody that was here before Jeff Charles got here that has been to every game? No way. No way. Can't I, be. I doubt it because Jeff goes to every away game. Road, all yeah, of them. Because you might be at all the home games. Yeah. And you might be at some Conference of the away games. Tournaments. Yeah. His eyes have seen more pirate athletics than anyone. Yeah, that's ever. crazy. If you think about it, ever. As I've said, I'm going by since 1988. Huh? Could be 87. I'm waiting for Jeff to get back to me. What is the over under? He hits me back in the next 20 minutes. Mm, I'm going to say I he say hits I'll, you at 7:30. I'll get a text back ooh, at 7:30. I was going to go 5:56. Okay. So we'll see. I've got it at 7.30. That'll be another side bet we could have. <laughs> Name this response time. No guarantees. All right. I'll tell you what. Let's make somebody a winner. A winner. Right now. And open right now. up the booty bag. Booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. 
Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Shrimply delicious shrimp tacos, Charlie. Oh, one of my that favorites. That would be correct, sir. Shrimp taco Chico's on the line. I got a pro move to share about that. All right. Want it now we'll or do later? It on the, we'll do it on the other side. All right. All right. Uh, Troy's pro move coming up. Caller number twelve is a winner. Three one seven twelve fifty. We're back with more after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back and uh, congratulations to Josh Thomas of Greenville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. And you can enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Congratulations, Josh. We'll open up a new month tomorrow. New month tomorrow. Everybody will be eligible to win. John Moody already calling his shot. Troy, what is your... Um, your tip, your secret. Oh, your yeah. what did you call it? Your uh, pro move. Pro move. Yeah. So here, with because this we gave away the shrimp taco. So my pro move. This is like good stuff right here. You should try it next time you get to Chico's. I love the shrimp tacos. You can get them at one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, the pro move is it comes with a fantastic white sauce on it, which is kind of unique to the shrimp taco. I ask for the white sauce on the side, and they bring you a nice little bowl of it, and then I'll. I'll take some of it and I'll put it on the shrimp taco, but then I'll also have it to dip chips in. So it's like a bonus hmm. sauce. It's delicious. But it's the white sauce that comes on the shrimp tacos. You want to order that on the side. All right. Then you decide how much goes on the taco on the shrimp taco and the rest of it you use for your chips. I like it. Pro move. Pro move. There you go. You ever put a chip inside your taco to have a little add a little uh texture? No, you know what? Crunch? I'm not a big um fan of that in tacos well i will put chips in or my subs like if i'm the jersey mics i do that i'll then layer it with some barbecue chips and have a nice little crunch on the sub i like yeah i do like doing that i would not want to do it my taco for some reason but uh sub i'm all over it give it a little crunch i like a little crunch i gotta i gotta start doing that yeah yeah big fan of that i end up putting more chips potato chips in the sub than i do on the side as time as, as i've gotten older i'm a big sauce guy the uh, last wednesday at aj's i got the ribs got barbecue sauce and hot sauce texas pete on the side mm-hmm. so put some of that on the ribs added uh added to it hmm. i love some i'm a condiment guy troy day yeah big condiment guy all right moving along cool <laughs> <laughs> Oh, neat story. Uh, Speaking of which, still haven't heard back from Jeff. Ooh, I got nine minutes on my yeah. bet. You took uh, the took, over on what that. What did I take, 730? Yeah. yeah. Um, the Raiders have hired Josh McDaniels. We're talking about during the break how we were surprised about that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he's failed before in Denver. He's failed in that same division before. In fact, I was going to look it up. I want to be really excited if I was a Raider fan about this. Really? I, I want to be. 
So he was. Uh, I think he's a good offensive coordinator. I just don't know man, him as a head coach. 2009 and 10. So we're going back more than 10 years. He left Bill Bel- uh, Bill Belichick's nest, mm-hmm. flew away, and then ended up flying right back to coach Tom Brady to be the offensive coordinator. So the question is, Troy, does he get fired before Bill Belichick? leaves football i see i thought he'd be like the coach in waiting i did too for the patriots i thought he'd ride it out there stay with belichick until belichick wants to step down then he that might be a more trend normal move but i don't know that's a good that's a good over under right there and what happens first so basically the question is will he coach under bill belichick again because he gets fired and goes back to new england for a second if he gets fired at, with the raiders yeah. where does he go oh yeah he'll end up back with belichick but uh yeah I guess. I don't know. We'll see if it works out for him this time. Troy, you're fired up. Yeah, man. They had the press conference finally today. Oh. They had a joint press conference with with uh, the GM and the head coach of the Bears today. I wanted to interrupt you for one second because uh, I just got off the phone with Jeff Charles. Uh, surely. She's cool like that. I want him to text me so we had an over-under on the text. He was he was in the car. I win. That's why he didn't Five, answer. Nine. He's driving. He's he's got the call-in show tonight okay. with Joe Dooley. That's right. why he didn't answer okay. your text. All right. So he did get the text. He did get the text. Okay. He just could not answer you. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you are correct. Yes. 1988 is call the year it. that he arrived. But he also gave me this little nugget. He loves nuggets. Oh, here's a nugget. Big nugget guy. This is yes, a little nugget. Last night was Jeff Charles's 900. And nine hundred, nine hundred, nine hundred, nine hundred, nine hundred. You from Kinston or Farmville? Look, it's ten minutes to six. I'm tired. Okay, nine hundredth and seventy seventh, nine hundred and seventy seventh basketball broadcast. But, Holy hey, but who's oh. counting? Holy crap! I told you he's in the Guinness Book of World Records, as far as I'm concerned. So he is going to be bumping a thousand, almost a thousand games. Yeah, he'll hit. What did you say? Nine hundred and nine hundred seventy-seven. That's that's how many games he is. Wow, participated next or a thousand next year. They have to give him a game ball. You know when players get a thousand points. Bad basketball games he sat through over the last. You need to years. Years? Yeah. put a jersey in the a rafters. Lot? Should I go through uh, and find out Jeff Charles' all-time record calling games? <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. Oh, man. I promise but you But I told you, 1988, he's been here. So I knew my Jeff Charles. I mean, trivia. I thought my 200 and some odd uh, consecutive game days was pretty impressive. That's 977. Man, man that's a Yeesh. lot. That's a lot of games, for especially for ECU basketball. Another one coming up Wednesday night in Minji's. Hmm. His 978. That's crazy. The countdown to 1,000 is on. Wow. Dude. Yeah. How about that? Dude's a legend. And you know what? He probably would have hit 1,000 because you remember there was a stretch where he um, uh, was uh, recovering. Oh, that's right. He had the cancer missed, years. Yeah, yeah. And he missed those games. He probably would have broken that 1,000 And there were some. there were some with COVID where they stayed here and broadcast, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So and he definitely would have hit it, but he misses some games due to football to start seasons. That is correct. So he he definitely would be at the 1,000. No, this just in clip. I got a text from Jeff Charles. Oh, breaking boy. news. <laughs> there we go. Correct. 1988. By the way, interesting tidbit Jeff just sent me. Wait, is this a nugget or a tidbit? This is a tidbit. Yesterday was my 977th <laughs> ECU basketball broadcast. 
Wow, we haven't heard that one. Shirley, thank you for breaking that news, Troy. Well, that's supposed to be funny. Thank you for people that just got in their cars that Trey, missed that. I can now confirm. If you're just tuning in. Well, well sometimes I need to. Need to, to it, yeah. Shirley reported, I confirmed. Troy, <laughs> I am very impressed. I want you to be a part of the breaking news, boys. <laughs> Consider it done. I'm in. Uh, the newest Our team member. is growing. Yeah. Shirley, you yeah. should report that. Thank you for letting me be on the boat with the breaking news, boys. Absolutely. <laughs> Breaking news, three days late. That's their motto. Uh, yeah, you were saying you were fired up about the uh, Ryan Poles. Oh, yeah. What, I, saw, I saw a comment here. I was all fired up. New Bears, new general managers out of Chicago. Uh, Ryan Poles. Not to be confused with the other Ryan that was fired. That was also Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Those are totally this different. This is a totally different dude. Ryan Poles is a totally different dude. Uh, quote, we're going to take the North and never give it back. Now look out, Packers! Now Troy showed me this. Here we the come! Break, and you were legitimately fired. Oh up. yeah, this is the type of swagger we need. To which I reminded the it, old the old Ryan would have never said something like that. <laughs> it, it was we not. Don't, we don't want to offend anybody. It was not friend. four or five days ago where we, you said we don't want to hurt the feelings of the Packers. I'm tired of this. Win the press conference, BS. <laughs> I don't care what they say. I want results. And here you are celebrating because this dude you didn't know last week said we're going to win the North. I'll tell you, well, maybe he knows Aaron Rodgers is leaving, which makes that statement a lot more realistic. Yeah, so very possible. I don't know. Hold on a second. Let's see. (laughs) Yeah, we need a let's see. I hope so. (laughs) Ryan Poles is Troy D's guy. So I'm going to go. Actually, it's my evening viewing tonight when I get home. Uh, It was on. I was at Tiebreakers for lunch today, and they had it on the big screen, but not the audio. I almost asked them if they'd carry the audio like they were doing the game yesterday, Chandler. But then I was like, I don't mean people are going to want to listen to Bears by me. I'll probably get shut down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it tonight, like in a replay, probably with Bryce, my son, who's a big Bears fan too. I'm gonna get you a Photoshop picture of the the Ditka poster you had, uh-huh. but it's gonna be Eberflus's face giving the finger just yeah. to get you fired up for. I'm thinking about Eberflus. hanging that in the office again. What what should I, like if the Bears make it back to the playoffs? Should I put it back in the office? Like why wouldn't you do it now? I guess I could. I guess I'm running out of wall space. It's so huge. You remember how big that? Yeah, thing it was? is big. <laughs> it needs to be up somewhere. I know. I have it in my house right now. But oh. It's like leaning up against the wall. Like I, uh-huh. I need to like put it in a place where people would see it. Uh-huh. Like you know, like the dining room. <laughs> Play it real classy. Yeah, yeah. keep it I classy. Kitchen, the place where you ha- are the most. It's the legendary picture of Dicka yeah. walking off the field, giving you the one finger salute, and uh, he actually autographed this one. I bought it at an auction. It was pretty cool. And the Bears hadn't been good since that moment, <laughs> nah, unfortunately. All right, let's take our final break. Shirley Rhodes will come back. You're ready to wrap up a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back taking a quick look at your stock market report the dow was up 100 uh, excuse me 406 
and closed at 35,131. The NASDAQ was up 469 at 14,239, and the S&P, uh, S&P was up 83 at 4,515. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All righty, wrapping it up here on a Monday. I was thinking Deontay Smith, Cincinnati Bengal, could be the first Pirate to win a Super Bowl since who? Since when? Would it be exciting? Do you know it? See, I was thinking Linville Joseph. I forgot all about Vontae Leach. Yeah, Vontae Leach. But that you I would... was going CJ. No, you're all wrong. CJ Wilson? Anyone else yeah, want to chime Wilson. in? Who is it? The last Pirate to win a Super Bowl in the NFL was in 2014 with the Seattle Seahawks. Can you name the player? Oh, oh. Mikael uh, uh, Brooks. Brooks. Yep. Now, footnote. Forgot about that. He was on the practice, practice squad, squad. Yeah. but he was still in the ECU Pirates. Uh, Brooks. Do, do you count it? I count it. They get, a, they ring. get a ring? They get a ring? Oh, yeah, he got a ring. Well, it counts. But I'm saying he was on the practice squad. Yeah. Right. Now, he, the last but, Pirate to play in the Super to Bowl play in it would be Vontae Leach. Vontae Leach, 2013 Baltimore Ravens. Well, right. Justin Hardy played for the Falcons. To, to win it, we should say. I thought you said to play in it. No, I'm I sorry. said to play in it. Oh, to play in it, then, yes. I was talking about winners. Huh. Justin who Hardy won the, the I'm talking about who we're not talking about players, Club. We're talking about I'm talking about winners. Winners. Who won the Super Bowl? Mikel. You're right. Justin Hardy did play in it, but he did not last win it. to compete in it. Hardy. <laughs> he should have won it. All right. But they choked. Twenty eight three they were up. What an epic meltdown that was. Yep. Justin Hardy should have a Super Bowl ring. That he should. But does not. All right, Troy D. Enjoyed it. We'll talk to you Thursday. Good times. See you then. And we'll see you fine folks back here Tuesday, 3 o'clock for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live, where we will talk to, among others, Brian Packard. Pack will join us on the show. We'll see you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.